What is good, everybody out there in this sports world? Basically, with basketball, it's all we really care about on this show. Next episode of Count the Bucket, I'm your host, Michael, as always. Follow us on Twitter, as you can see underneath me, Count the Bucket, or I'm sorry, Count Bucket USN on Twitter. As you can see, we look a little bit different on the show today. We've got some fresh faces, got some new faces, and got one of the legends of a face on the show. So Seth Greenberg, so thankful to have you on this. Uh, take the time out here to be our special guest. Uh, we're just going to kind of come at you with a bunch of things. I'll let you introduce yourself. What If anyone watches the show should know you. Uh, what a great coach you've been. Watched you from the TBT. Was actually just watching uh, you with a couple of uh, Angel, and I can't remember the other guy you did a show with, TBT, talking about the uh, brackets before I came up here. Chris uh, excited to have you on here. Yes, there we go. But uh, – how you been doing today? Well, just first, a little quick introduction. You're doing all right? I'm staying busy. I Life can is good, man. Life is good. I'm in Vegas. I just did my last summer league game. Did six games in three days. And uh, last goodness. one was pretty ugly. The Bucks and the Knicks, but the Knicks played well, so we took care of that. And then uh, got the red eye going back to uh, Connecticut. And unfortunately, then I got turned right around and go do the TBT for the next two weeks. Awesome. Or I mean... fortunately. I was going to say, you know, it sounds like a rough life. I mean, you are definitely busy nonstop, but at the same time. I would say a rough know, life. I mean, exactly. as far as. Nick, I agree. It's not that. Yeah. cancer now, man. I'm not digging ditches. I mean, I'm talking about. No one needs uh, to was, worry about me. I'm like, life is fine. Good, good. I mean, as far as rough as far as staying up late, traveling, all that stuff. That would be. I'm 36 years old. I've got three kids four, five, and five, and after a work day and then coming home and, and trying to do a podcast with these uh, young guys here, I get beat out after a while. So I can only imagine. I, I was watching you up till about 1, 2 o'clock, or I guess 12, 1 o'clock, my time, Eastern time. I live here in Kentucky, if you can tell. I've got a little bit of a Southern accent. Don't I want to know how you guys got all together because, dude, I tell you what, you got nothing in common with Nick and CJ. <laughs> See, that's what's so beauty about basketball, you know? When you got a basketball, it doesn't matter. And that's what we one thing we really like about our show is, you know, I'm from Kentucky. Nick, he's from Florida. CJ's from New York. But just because a round thing that bounces up in the air can bring so many different cultures together where we can get along and have the same passion together. And even with you, Seth, I mean, many years you've coached, I'm sure from your recruiting trails, you've had pretty much that same pitch. I'm going to ask you this. What was your first love of basketball? What made you love that sport? My dad played for the famous uh, Claire B at LIU, and I grew up in basketball. I mean, that was just, it was part of our life. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I can't remember a time I didn't have a ball in my hand or didn't go to the park or uh, didn't want to compete and play. I mean, uh, I used to go watch my dad play with the old timers way, way back in the day before all you guys were born. Yes, sir. I mean, you're talking about 36 and be tired. Come on, man. You're 36. How can you be tired of 36? I'm 66 and I'm working on four hours sleeping. You're bitching and moaning about being tired of 36. <laughs> get him. Get so, him, man. He's coming out. Of, listen, I had two kids no, waking up me in the bed. So it's rough. On, I don't, I, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Like, like, we don't want to hear excuses. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he just get it done. But uh, no, there was a time that I didn't want to coach that I can remember or you know, fell in love with the game. It's uh, it's the greatest sport on earth. It's uh, like you say, uh, there's nothing better than the locker room. We're bringing people together, all different races, religion, and the greatest thing about our, our world could learn a lot from locker rooms because the one thing about locker rooms is we all respect each other. So hmm, absolutely. Uh, it's absolutely. always been my passion. Very fortunate. 
Now, I will say this real quick. Guys, I'll try to at least bring up comments. Now, we probably won't address them because we want to be very sensitive to the time for Seth here, uh, just giving us this, a few minutes that he had, like you said, catching the red eye and heading all the way over to East Coast for some TBT and everything like that. So we'll bring them up, but we may not address them. So, CJ, I'm going to turn it over to you and let you go ahead and bring up the first point. Yeah, I know. We talked about it just a little bit before the show, before we kicked off. What's your thoughts on, on on these on these guys coming out in the draft, top five guys in, in the summer league, and what you've seen? You know, you, you did the Knicks and the Bulls. I think you also did the Pacers and the Kings before that one. And then yesterday, you covered the the Rockets and OKC. So, what's your thoughts on these young guys and, and what you've seen so far this weekend? Yeah, I don't. You know what? I don't. I don't overreact to any of this stuff. It's a process. I know everyone. We mm -hmm. live in a world of instant gratification and think it's a rite of passage. And all of a sudden, you're a top five pick and you're just going to dominate summer league. Like you saw the Knicks today, I mean, plain and simple, they had three grown men on the court against, you know, 18 and 19 year olds. Trevor Keel's playing, he's 18 years old. I mean, it's just the way it is. But they all did some good things. I mean, uh, you know, today I thought Keegan Murray would, looked really good the last 10 minutes. I thought he was terrific for Sacramento. He was more aggressive. He knocked out some jumpers. Paul Bancaro is the most physically mature. Uh, he's got a lot of tools in his, his bag, but he's got to kind of figure out exactly how he wants to use them. Jay Nivey has been the most explosive. Jabari Smith's done things that people don't talk about, like defending rebound, and, he can, and he's going to make shots. So, I mean, I'm not worried about that. Benedict Matherin's been probably the most consistent and the best in, in a lot of ways. Uh, Benedict Matherin's just – he's a good player. He can make shots, get to the rim, defends, rebounds, competitive. Uh, I thought he was really, really good. So, it's fun to watch. And then, obviously, Chet. Chet is like uh, – I know you guys call him a unicorn. I got a question. Uh, you call, do you guys Chet the unicorn? Is that you? You into the unicorn uh, word for Chet? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, they they kind of gave Porzingis. Right, CJ, this. CJ, this, yeah, I don't need the reason why. Yeah, it's yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll question you, CJ. <laughs> Have you ever seen a unicorn? No, I mean, like, no. CJ, I mean, what the hell is a unicorn? It's a fictional character. Right. So I mean, yeah. like, people call the dude a unicorn. It's a fictional character. You know, I mean, like, you know, look, he, he, he's ridiculous defensively. Wait. Block shots, he can run, he's got skill. I love you the unicorn. You believe in Bigfoot? I, I don't. Bigfoot, unicorns, like, dudes can either play or they can't play. You know, the unicorn <laughs> thing. I'm tired of the unicorn. Oh, he's a I unicorn. Agree. I agree. I mean, as you were saying, CJ, come on, defend him now. I, I'm all about my New York guys. So, I mean, I got you got the Knicks hat on. We're good. Yeah, we're good, you and I. Yes. <laughs> well, listen. I'll go ahead and say we've tried. Uh, we have applied for the media pass for the uh, TBT for the Rutgers for CJ up in New York. So hopefully we can get him through on there and, and get some. You let me know. We'll get, we'll get your media pass. There you go. There we go. There, there we go. go. For sure. Yes, sir. Using it's that New York connection. But uh, I want to ask you about, and this is something that we hadn't even talked about. Hang on, real really, quick. Hang on, hang on. Just, just real quick, Michael, because uh, Seth brought up uh, Keegan Murray as well. So I wanted to ask this question because I'm sure you know everybody expected Sacramento to go. Jaden Ivy number four. That was the that was the um, projected pick for them. But unfortunately, they went uh, or not, I wouldn't say unfortunately, but a lot of Kings fans were upset that 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 they ended up going with Keegan Murray. But just watching this summer league, you know, he's been really well. You know, being able to stretch the floor, being able to defend, being able to rebound. So, have you pictured how Sacramento will turn out with Keegan Murray alongside guys like De'Aaron Fox, um, Harrison Barnes, and the rest of those guys? Well, they didn't need Jaden Ivy because they got. You know, Buddy Heald, and they got Davion Mitchell, they got De'Aaron Fox, they got Tyrese Halliburton. Kentucky. And they got a bunch of guards. So what they need is, you know, another guy who can stretch a defense. They just signed Kevin Hurdle, which is a good signing. Uh, so, I mean, if you look at their roster, uh, 
you know, they signed Malik Monk. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you look at the roster. I mean, and I'm a big Jay Maggie fan. He's got a little uh, Russell Westbrook, a little John Morant in him, but they signed a fit. A fit is, you know, Keegan Murray can make shots. He's a silent assassin is what he is. So uh, you can't fall. You, know, you got you got to build a roster. And if, if you, you know, Tyrese Halliburton is really good. You know exactly mm-hmm. who he is. He's really good. Buddy Hill can make shots, you know. Jay Ivey might, might be end up being the best of those rookies, but uh, they are deep in the backcourt, so I don't know. I'm not sure it made much sense, uh, you know, at that moment in time. Uh, one player that I was want to ask about, and I don't know if you got to see him too much, is uh, Lofton, uh, Kenny Jr. Kenny Lofton Jr. I, what little bit I've got to watch of him, he actually looks like a guy that, to me, what little bit I got to see, almost more of a coach kind of player. Like he's that far advanced compared to his other players. I watched him once, like he was calling for the ball as a big man, demanding for it to come, and he already knew that it was supposed to be swung over here. And the guy that had the ball, can't remember who it was, almost looked lost. I was like, okay, like he's showing almost leaps and bounds as far as the mental and understanding of the game. Have you ever got to watch him too much into that? Do you see yeah, anything Yeah, I watched him a lot. I watched him in the NIT a couple of years ago. I watched him obviously deep uh, in, in the summer league. He's like okay. a homeless Charles Barkley. You know, he's got a really good like – not Charles has bounced, but mm-hmm. he's a good player. He's going to play in the league. Uh He's getting in better shape. He's a very, very good passer. He carves out space. He took it right into Chet's chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- the way you attack a shot blocker is not take it away from him, but take it to them. Uh, you know, he's interesting. I mean, uh, he's not an all-star, but he's, you know, he, he's going to earn his way in. And he, he's looked pretty good. Okay. Uh, CJ, you got one of those other questions. I'm sorry, I don't have it pulled off. I was trying to do the comments yeah. here. I apologize. Yeah, just want to also just dive deep into the game we talked we talked about yesterday, the the, the thriller between the Magic and and the Kings. Obviously, the number one pick, Bala Banchero, the num- the number four pick, and and Keegan Murray. What's your thoughts on that game? It, it went down to the wire. I mean, it was a little uh, unfortunate. Pacer, Pacer, Knicks. Yeah, Again, I don't put too much into it. I mean, Paolo's, you know, played well, but he had eight turnovers. Keegan Murray, I, I think he had 23 in the game, made some big shots. He settles into the game. He doesn't overreact to anything that happens in the game. Uh, you know, I thought it was uh, a summer league game. You know what I mean? You know, like it's, mm-hmm. like, we have a saying at ESPN, when you do a show, if something happens, basically it's off the Pluto. Summer league games are off the Pluto. We're not going to worry about those those games, you know, once the regular season starts. Mm-hmm. All the guys are learning to do is learning terminology, learning spacing, they're learning defensive coverages. They're in the gym with their coaches, getting developing relationships. So mm-hmm. it was fun. It was a good game, good ending, sudden death, kind of like the Elam ending in a lot of ways. It was fun. Yes, sir. which I want to ask you about that as far as getting into there. But, you know, to me as a fan, it's exciting, these summer games. And I almost want to – ask you guys, and it might be reaching a little bit, but do you all think the summer games are more exciting as far as the NBA regular season? Obvious playoffs is totally different. Michael, you like, need help. No, no, please. Y'all haven't thought – I can't believe – I'm, I'm sorry, Seth. I can't believe he asked that. I can't believe I mean, he asked that. But Michael, the sudden death – right there, bro. That's, that's why I just kind of ask the questions. I let, They're the ones that know everything. I just kind of act like I know stuff, you know. I bring the humor. They bring the seriousness. But I just – I'm just going to be honest, like yeah. the summer league, the sudden death, that was kind of entertaining to me. Like the the, uh, the pressure that they had. And then again, I know at the end of the day, they don't care at all, win or lose. It's just, it's going to be how they play and the performance. I even think I heard one of the announcers talking about these coaches. They don't care if they wa- uh, lost every game as long as their players are learning or if they didn't want to win every game and not learn a thing, it would be a loss. So I understand exactly that. Right. But, as a, but as a fan – 
it was entertaining. Didn't you all think so? I think I think it's because we haven't. I mean, I mean, the, the, the finals just ended. We haven't seen a. We, we miss seeing the other other teams play as opposed to your favorite team playing in the summer league. And then of course the young guys with the draft. And, and like Seth said, you know everything's going to be hyped up because I mean these summer league games are on ESPN, ESPN two. So it's a lot of it's a lot of hype around around these guys and how they play, but come on, back, better than regular season. It's impossible. That's, hey, Michael, that's Michael, the that most... question was so bad that you got knocked off the, 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 the <laughs> I can't believe he asked that question. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. But I have another question, too, because I've been trying to get my head wrapped around it. And I guess it's, I guess it's okay to me now. At first, at first when I got or at first when we first got the news, I was kind of confused by it. But how do you feel about the um the summer league rings like you know the players getting the rings like after the summer league the summer league rings and the summer league trophies uh you know i think it's a nice gesture by the league i mean it's a cool thing it's a memento i'm sure i'm sure it pales comparison to the national championship ring but it gives just a little bit more motivation so you know i I think it's you know it's a nice little thing i mean I saw him the other day, Mike. We we Mike. We kicked you off the podcast. I was going to say put, Seth really did not like that question. We put you in detention. <laughs> he kicked me out. and said that bogus question. Humorous is out the window here. No, sorry guys. So we've got a storm moving in, and I lost power for a second. They come back up, but again, I apologize on that. All right, where else are we going with this, guys? Fire away, Chris. Uh... Yeah, uh, an- another question too. Um, and I mean, Adam Silver talked about it a little bit. In terms of expansion, maybe not right away, but right, but maybe in a couple of years or so. If you know the league were to expand, where where do you see what cities do you see? Seattle, NBA sure. team. Yeah. yeah, Seattle, Seattle, and Vegas, probably. Seattle and Vegas. You got all these arenas, and Vegas is showing to support pro, mm-hmm. pro sport. I could see that happening. Uh, Louisville would probably try to get in the conversation. Yes, there we go. Uh, but I'm not sure that I'm not sure that that's feasible. Even though obviously the Yum Center is a great facility. Uh, but uh, I think Seattle is legit. And I think Vegas would be, you know, destination be a great advantage. It's like the advantage of people playing in, uh, you know, when teams go to Miami, you know. So uh, I could see that being potential destinations. I honestly don't think Louisville would, or I'll say Kentucky at least, because we're we're strange. Uh, Seth, you know how we are as far as a big blue madness how we are. I don't know how some of the fans across the whole state of Kentucky could actually change to love a NBA team. So I don't really think that would actually fit for us as crazy as it is. Like we should love an NBA team, but I think our fan base so much committed to Kentucky and Louisville basketball. I honestly don't think an NBA team would do good as far as having a fan base. Never know. Never know. I would absolutely love I don't, I don't, I don't think they'll get one. So I think it's a moot point. Okay. Nick, you got any questions? Um, let's go ahead and get into the, uh, the basketball tournament. I actually had a question on a particular player because this is a guy that, uh, one of my, one of my few colleagues was telling me about, um, this is a guy who didn't play in high school or, um, or college. His name is Jay Holder, obviously uh, with him not playing in high school and, um, in college, but he did actually have a good showing in the, uh, Drew League, which is the reason why he did get picked up in the basketball, um, in the basketball tournament. Have you, have you really gotten a chance to really I, have, to I, haven't, I haven't seen him. I read your article on him uh, today, uh, but no, yeah, obviously tore it up with the Drew League. Drew League is good. Uh, who's he playing with? The LA Cheetahs? I believe so. Because that's a lot of Drew League guys with Casper uh, Ware and that crew. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look, the TBT has good players. They're good players. They got former players. They got uh, the Jones kid who played South Florida and won a championship game, uh, championship with the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, 
Kyle Hines is one of the most decorated players in all of Europe. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Tyler Edis who's playing for Bayheim's Army. You got the uh, the overtime elite team that has two guys that potentially uh, could go in the first round of the draft next year: the Thompson Twins, and then uh, you know Jay Zion. Uh, I think it's uh, Gertman. Uh, it was a really explosive guard. So. so the team is great. You got, you got, hey, Michael, you got the good endings. You got the Elam endings. So, I mean, that, that's great with basically, yes. you turn off the clock with four minutes and the leading team has to score seven. The team that's behind has to score whatever the, the number, the, difference. A, the target number. So, I mean, that's kind of a cool ending. The games are competitive. The regions are fun. It's good ownership. The games will be on ESPN, Family Networks. And awesome. the winner gets a million bucks. Life is good. Like, it's, 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 it's ninth year this year, correct? Ninth or tenth no, year? Not, 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 uh, it's eighth, I think. They started in twenty fourteen. Okay, eighth year. Yeah. And it's it's almost baffling to realize that that many people still don't know about the TBT. Like you know, it's something that has started catching. I think with the Elam ending, uh, started getting a lot of momentum with that. With the the All Star in the NBA kind of switching to it in honor of Kobe. But uh, I'm really excited for the Bound team as well. That's who I've picked in my bracket. NBA regular season or TBT, Michael. TBT baby, choose wisely. Oh my goodness! And all I mean, it's it's the winner take all mentality. I will say this: it'd be more tense. I like. I'm excited to watch for it. Uh, It's it's so impact. It's everyone playing for that check. Of course, NBA is NBA. But I'm just saying the TBT, just the the atmosphere they're going to have. Absolutely love it. I was watching some guys talking about it. Said you know we're all coming together to form this team to make it to the final. It's a win six you get a million dollars. Like, I mean, that's what you're playing for. That's the whole purpose of it. Nothing else. No, no endorsements, none of this stuff. Like you're playing to make your check. So that's what I'm going to really love about it. Like these guys are playing with the heart, not so much just playing to get paid. Michael, that, that beard is like, you, you might, might as well be like a relief pitcher. <laughs> you know, right. you say that, you know, here's my cup. It's uh, count the bucket, but on the backside, it is backstop banter. I also co-host a baseball show too. So I no appreciate that. Yes. And, uh, got a uh, Brooks Robinson autograph picture here. I don't know if you know who that is or not. I don't need to take a, a tour through your uh, your man cave. Uh, <laughs> he actually signed that for my mom, and she uh, she actually passed away I in like January it. this year. But she gave oh, it to me before she right. passed away, just for that. That's cool. I appreciate that. But uh, so I wanted to hang it up there for her too as well. But uh, no, we there love all kinds of sports here. Baseball is second. Basketball is number one. I don't care what it is. Right. All right. What, you, so, what else you got? What you got, Nick? What you got? My, my, let my man Nick ask a couple questions. Hey, absolutely. I think CJ got one, man. CJ, I think CJ got one himself. All right, yeah. So again, obviously, it's a lot, lot, lot happening in the NBA. Offseason moves. What's your thoughts on the Gobert trade, the KD and Kyrie saga, and then Murray going to the to the Hawks? And where do you see those uh, the, the the Timberwolves and the Hawks in their respective conferences? And then for KD and Kyrie, how do you see that playing out? Do they stay or do they ultimately end up going somewhere else? If, I, if I'm the Nets, I'm holding out. I mean, I, unless I get a deal, you know, I mean, I'm not trading in for draft choices. I got to get, get guys that, you know, like we put this team together. So I'm holding out and I'll go into training camp holding out. Uh, I just think it, make, it makes sense. Uh, Kyrie, you know, I mean, Kyrie's so talented, but you don't win with ifs. You just don't win with this. You got to have people you can count on. And as talented as he is, uh, uh, availability is a big part of being a great player. And uh, it's always something. I mean, it went from I'm going to be a something for life to getting rid of the evil spirits. 
to <laughs> the world is flat. To, right. Uh, oh, you, know, you know, he's got to take time off because of his family. Obviously, the COVID is a, a legitimate thing. I mean, that's a personal choice. I have much, you know, I have respect. I don't agree. Uh, but, you know, I think, you know, common sense to me says you take the shot because not only do you help yourself and you see the numbers are down, even though people are getting the virus, they're staying alive and the hospitals aren't overloaded, but you're also, it's a respect of other people's uh, well-being. So, uh, and then the Gobert cat, I mean, I love cat. It's going to be hard. Uh, you know, cat now has to get guard on the floor for a longer period of time, which is going to make it a little more difficult. I don't know about the spacing. Hmm. Uh, the league is getting smaller and Minnesota is getting bigger, you know, and that's, you know, that, that makes it, that makes it tougher. There's no doubt. There's no doubt about it. There's, I'm already, I, I mean, that's a great compliment for, for Trey Young because he needs a guy that can check people because people go at Trey Young like he's, you know, not even out there. I mean, they just go right at that matchup. Uh, and, and I think uh, Dejounte could probably protect him a little bit defensively. Hmm. So I think that's a good move. I want to know who you got winning the NBA next year. Come on, man! I mean, they're playing summer. I can't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm waiting to see how it shakes out. You mean you're not going to say why, Clippers? Why would I, Why would I give you a prediction now? And we got to wait wait for the dominoes to fall, Michael. Come on, man. You know, I think I could ask any question right now, and you'd be like, "No, I'm I can't answer fun. that." I'm, I'm not having fun with you, Michael. I'm not <laughs> with you. you kidding me? Oh man, I'm messing with you, and it's working. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Trust me. This is this is all me, how I am all the time. But uh, I'm glad someone else besides myself give love to Booker, but we won't go into there since Seth is on here. But I do think the Suns got a good chance. I do think oh, that Book's they – my guy. I love Book. I love too. Book too, but we'll leave it at that because, you know, Kentucky boy, that, that fade, I'm trying to mock it a little bit, but he pulls it, it off really a lot better than I do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, two more questions. And then I got all, right, one, all right, one more for me. One more for me. So, um, all right, Nick, so- I got you. All right, CJ. CJ brought up the uh, the Rudy Gobert trade, obviously. So that means that Utah's kind of going in a new direction. So, what do you see as the future for Donovan Mitchell? Do you see him possibly still staying that's, in Utah? That's hard. Uh, I think he's going to ask out, but he'll do it more dip- diplomatically than maybe Kyrie. I mean, I'm sure the Knicks would love to get him. I just, you know, I don't know what the Knicks can give up. Would you give up R.J. Barrett and 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 Randall? Uh, but then, you know, would you take Nick would, or uh, CJ would? Uh, I mean, I mean, Donovan, Donovan's an explosive, explosive offensive player. Obviously, he would fit in that market. Uh, but, you know, I think that it's uh, – I think it's going to be interesting. I'm a, I'm a big CJ fan. I mean, I'm a big Donovan fan. Uh, We're big CJ fans, too. It's good. But uh, it's going it's to be it'll, be – it'll be interesting to watch. I mean, they're, they're in a rebuild, and rebuilds take time, and I'm not sure Donovan Mitchell wants to – want to waste that time and have empty seasons. Okay, I am going to bring this question up to you if you don't care. This will be my one. Prediction with Kentucky next year. Calipari in the state of Kentucky is kind of getting some hot water. How do you think their season plans out this far? I'll just leave it at that. Do you think with uh, Oscar coming back, the player of the year, do you think that Final Four's the the limit for him or at least he has to get there? How do you feel on that? Because I know like Cal, I said earlier. Cal, at least he has to get there. I'm how, telling how you. How long is this I've, contract about $8 million a year for how many years? Uh, forever. They basically signed him to a lifelong deal. But I'm telling you, Kentucky fans are crazy. And if Cal don't get to the Final Four, they are 
livid, and I am not one of them because Calipari has done so much for the state of Kentucky through this basketball team that I think casual fans don't understand. I'll just leave it at that. But how do you think He's this doing team? A great at least job. Been he just raised a ton of money for the people that got out west by the uh, out west, yeah, West Tornado. State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cal, look, Cal can really coach. Uh, it's not a rite of passage to get to the Final Four. They had the, the COVID year killed them because when you bring that many young guys in, you have to have time to have them in the gym and and work with them. Uh, you know, this past year, I you know, I liked the team. I didn't love their team. Uh, I think CJ Frederick is actually going to help them a little bit. Uh, I think he's got more of his type of guys. Uh, obviously, Oscar coming back with the energy that he brings. Um, I think they got more shot makers. Uh, you know, I, I like I like Toppin. I think he's uh, an athletic, hard playing kid. I think Collins is going to be a key. He's got to give him consistent minutes with that body. He's got you know. I'm interested to see. I'm supposed to go out there in uh, sometime in August to watch them work out. But uh, they're they're fine. And, Just I mean, give Cal, me a holler. Cal, we'll both Cal's, go up there and we'll watch them. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, uh, but. Uh, but uh, no, I you know, Cal's Cal. He, he's a lightning rod, uh, but he no one has more passion, and he and he feeds off that. The, the Kentucky basketball is like a drug to him, and he feeds right off it, and uh, and it motivates him. And he's a hell of a guy. What he does in in the community, what he does for others. You know, you talk about servant leadership and teaching his players servant leadership. No one serves other people more than John Calipari. Uh, he's really, really selfless when it comes to really trying to help people make a difference in other people's lives. And, you know, obviously he's been extremely successful. So it's hard to get to the final four. I mean, look what happened to Duke last year. I mean, look what happened uh, to us last year. <laughs> First round. <laughs> yeah. I was disappointed. I mean, uh, that was, that was a shocker, but, uh, look, every coach in the country is in hot water. Tom is was in hot water. I mean, it's just fan is short for fanatic. Mm-hmm. Problem is the people that are screaming, yelling, don't know what they don't know. So absolutely, I've had to fight with so many fans around here about Calipari not know how to coach. He doesn't know X's and O's, and I'm like, all you got to do is watch. I think it was two years ago they did like a YouTube uh, screamage that they had on 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 YouTube. I'm sorry, they did a practice on YouTube where you could actually watch it and just listening to him give out the commands. It really can I tell you something, Michael? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say to you. Okay. People that say he can't coach, they don't know what they don't know. I mean, that's true because the way that they were implementing the plays from here to there, I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's so far advanced anybody I've ever heard. And the people that actually say that he doesn't know how to coach, it's it's more of a player-friendly, like, okay, I see the defense here. I can call this play and come this way. It's just it's so much more advanced than anything anyone in Kentucky has ever seen. And boo you people that don't think he can coach. Mm. All right, way to get it off your chest. Thank you. I've been waiting. <laughs> yes, yeah, Seth, it was a pleasure having you. We know that you have a crazy schedule, so we definitely Absolutely. appreciate you taking your time to come on and talk hoops with us. Thank you for you stopping guys by. Are great. You guys are great. Keep Mike in line, though. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, we definitely you will. I mean, you got to keep him in line. I mean, what part of Florida? I am I am in Panama City, Florida. Panama City. All right. Mm-hmm. I got you up top. All right, so you guys go. are a lot of fun. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your family. Right. Yes, sir. I right. appreciate you. you. storm doesn't hit you too bad, Mike. Thanks I appreciate right. it. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Take care, man. Have a good one. All right. Well, that was absolutely awesome. Yeah, um, that was great. Other than he coming at me like nonstop. God. Uh, you, 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 you got to admit that 
that question about the summer league and regular season that 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 was wild. Okay. That was super wild. I meant as far as the intense, like it's entertaining. Like to me, in the NBA, some of these games, like they rest. You know, the minutes restriction and stuff. It's like they could care less. Like these guys in summer league, they are all out playing the whole time because that's even last night one of the game. I think it was Houston. They were winning uh, by one point. There's three seconds left. They threw it over a guy. The guy caught it. Every time what would happen in any game would dribble out to the three-point line and let the time run out. But he had to get his bucket to get his stats so it can look better for him to possibly make the team. Like, they're trying to play to make a spot for them. He put it in. Like, I'm sitting there thinking, well, what are you doing? I'm like, well, you're trying to get that two points in, in that stat sheet for you. I know what you're doing. So, yeah. I like Summer League. I'm just going like, to be honest I like, with you. I like Summer League. Too. Summer League, too, bro. But come on, man. The NBA regular season, we got all the top-tier talents. LeBron, Luka. Steph Curry. Unless they're resting. Uh, I saw you. I saw you tweet that out. Uh, that, I think it was that. <laughs> yes, might have been yesterday. I was like, oh, uh-huh. man. I was like, come on, bro. <laughs> but no, yeah, well, it, was, it was great. That was a great. It was a. It was a great interview, man. Steph was really. It was, cool. man. Uh, it was. It was. It was. New York guys. So you know, that's always a. That's always a plus. But yeah, it was. It was a great interview. Um, one of our first. First of many. So. First uh, yeah. of many. We got it. We got it. We got it. But. Let's go ahead and get into more um more summer league if you want, man. If y'all yeah, want. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, what's what's your thoughts on or what y'all seen so far? Start with Michael and then we will go with Nick. Yeah. Uh being more of the eastern coast, like I we talking about or not all coast, but eastern, I haven't got to see uh OKC that much and seeing Giddy a little bit. I was kind of impressed with the way he played. Uh, with Chet, I do think even adding uh, Alexander Gilchrist with that team, that's gonna be a nice little unit, I think. Uh, now, do I think there's going to be great where they're competing in the West now? No, but I'm going to be interested in this team a little bit. One, I've got family that live in Oklahoma. So when they first opened up, my aunt that lived out there, she actually sent me some gear. So Oklahoma is a little, a little sensitive to the heart. So I, I really like to play. Uh, I even like Ty Ty. Of course, it's a Kentucky boy with the game on the line there for Houston. He was brave enough to take that last shot coming to his left, turning his body off-centered and shooting back with his right hand, which he is. He made a nice play with the game on the line. So, Chet, the way he played coming over, I'm sure you guys have seen the highlight. Off help, the ball went away from him. He comes from underneath the goal to, uh, to block that shot late in the game. I'm loving this athletic athleticism that we're seeing in, in the uh, summer league. Yeah, Nick, what's your thoughts? Oh, man, it's been great. Um not as great as Michael's take on this assembly being better than the regular season games, but it's That's been great to say the least. TikTok, ain't it, Nick? Oh man, we got oh, we got yeah. we 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 got to get the clips. We got to get the clips. But overall, man, just you know, just seeing all the top tier talent, man, it's been amazing. I've been really impressed with uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr. because he was a guy Thank when he you. was at when he was at Louisiana Tech. He was kind of like he was good. I'm not going to say he was underrated. But he was definitely under the radar, if you want to say. You know, I think a lot of people paid attention, but then again, a lot of people don't. Maybe it was because he was at a mid-major, so mm-hmm. he wasn't at one of the top-tier schools like Kentucky, Duke, or whoever. So a lot of people didn't really know what he was capable mm-hmm. of and, and how and how, and how uh, versatile he was. But in that first game against OKC, you really saw, you know, just for him, you know, being able to pass, being able to play down low in the post, really going at Shet, you know, in the, uh, like in the painted area, and then also hitting some threes as well. So, I mean, it's like, you know, the thing about it is that, you know, like what the sub league can do is like, you know, it really helps, you know, with a lot of players, you know, who ended up working on their games in between the end of college. And then, of course, you know, summer league, so, you know, they got like a two, two, three month gap in between. So you know, a lot of them are 
adding on to the game and the, and they're, and they're, and they're definitely showcasing it, you know, during the summer league too. So definitely impressed with uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr. Jabari Smith Jr. has been really good to me as well. Um, I saw, I saw a lot of people on Twitter, you know, complaining about the turnovers and, you know, the, um, and the ball handling ability, but you know, it'll, it'll all come. And I mean, you just gotta be patient with these guys. You know, some people are going to come out here on top. Some people aren't, you know, Jabari, like, even even despite that, you know, Jabari's Jabari has still been pretty well has has been playing pretty well for me, honestly. So I don't have a problem with it. I still think that he's going to have a great career. Obviously, we know what um, we know we know what Shed has been able to do. You know, obviously, you know with his with his versatility of scoring, and then of course, you know, being a pretty decent defender as well, even with his um, even with his stature. So I've been really impressed with him. Wiseman actually just came back. I'm definitely happy to see him back on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Playing well, played well tonight. They still mm-hmm. playing right now as we speak. But yeah, he's probably done for the night. But yeah, yeah, they got him. They got him and Kaminga out there, so that's pretty good. And then, and then we got Paulo too. And I'm probably gonna make this take on Paulo, y'all. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably gonna break the internet when I say this. <laughs> but oh, y'all where be, are we going with this? Let's y'all, go. y'all be patient with me, man. Y'all be patient with me, man. Um, I think I already broke it. <sighs> I mean, I know, I know it's summer league. I know we should not get carried away, man. But I'm watching Paulo now and. Look, this is this is just all a projection. This is not. I'm not banking on this, but I think that he can be the best number one pick since LeBron. I definitely feel like that. I know. I know we had guys like Zion. I know we had who else has been number one since LeBron? Uh, Kyrie. I know that we had a, like you know a lot of great number one picks, but I feel like Paolo can be right there. Like yeah. as far as like the best, like the best number one pick since LeBron. Yeah, he he has a great he has a he has a great feel for the game. Uh, he could get to his spots. Um, he had some turnovers too last night, but you know that that's that's going to come with the territory. That's the reason why they play these games, you know, mm-hmm. to to get better. And um, I, I think he did a great job. He's he's really showing up against those top guys too. Um, when he went up against Jabari the other night, when up against Keegan Murray yesterday, they played Chet tomorrow at nine o'clock on ESPN. So, uh, you know, I think I think it's going to be great for him. He's in a good situation too. Obviously, going to Orlando. They're going to give him the rock. He's going to be the guy. There's no set key number one guy on that team. They have a bunch of guys. We don't have a guy. So, you know, they're going to look to him to, to, to carry them and to, to W. So, uh, you know, I don't think that's a, that's a, that's a, you know, crazy take. I, I can definitely see that it's in the Eastern conference. They got some room to grow, but uh, like mm-hmm. I said, he has a great game. He's great playmaking as well. It's some underrated thing. When you play, when you play in these colleges, you know, these coaches are, are the stars. And when you go to the NBA, the players are the stars. So um, you're starting to see more of his ability. And and in, in, in the summer league, and I think that's just going to translate with the spacing now in the NBA. Chet, same thing. Honestly, you know, you really didn't see him do behind the backs, you know, dribble pull ups <laughs> at Gonzaga. He wasn't he wasn't doing mm-hmm. that stuff. He was he was playing in a in a much in a college based system. So he he looks good. I mean, yeah, he does have to get stronger. Definitely has to get stronger. You know, there's going to be some guys going to move him off his spot if he wants mm-hmm. to be able to stay on his spot and get his shot off. He, he definitely has to add some some muscle. No doubt about it, but he's still young. He's 20 years old. You know, people just think he's going to be, you know, 190 pounds for 12 years, 12, 15 years of his career. It's, it's a ludicrous take. So, um, <laughs> and Jabari, yeah, Jabari, you know, the, the shot, the shot hasn't, hasn't gone in, but, you know, that's fine. He has some good, he has some really good looks. I'm watching him. I've, I've watched their, their game so far. The turnovers, the handle, the handles is cool too, because, you know, that you have Jalen Green, you have Kevin Porter Jr., Josh mm-hmm. Christopher, really good too. Mm-hmm. And so, it's not like he has to be like Giannis or a point forward right away. You know, he could he could develop into that. And he could get the ball on the block in his spots. He could still be able to score and get busy. So, not too worried about that. But Keegan Murray, that's that's the guy I'm more surprised. That's I'm, I'm most surprised of. Not because I didn't think he he'd be good, but um, I'm just I'm just 
just seeing him, I didn't see a lot of Iowa games. So now seeing him, you know, in in this you know NBA setting, he, yeah, he, he looks like he's gonna be he's gonna be a problem. And similar to what Seth said, they have a lot of guys. Davion Mitchell, Fox, Malik Monk is, is probably gonna come off the bench. So it didn't make sense for them to get a guy like Ivy. So you know, he he could kind of be like a small forward, power forward type, and him and Sabonis, uh, they're definitely gonna eat. You know, I definitely see them being a really good really good duo in the front court. Matherin, Matherin looked pretty good also. And then Ivy, Ivy's a special. I mean, you saw, you see the, the ability. He ended up getting hurt last mm-hmm. Yeah. Ankle and all the three-point shot, but he was, he was, looked like he was about to drop 30. <laughs> Which he's, tw- he tweeted out today, uh, probably a couple hours ago, saying everything was fine as far as his ankle, nothing serious or anything like that. I don't know if y'all have seen that. No, I, I missed it. it. I missed that. That's great. That's great, though, guy. Everything is, he's good. He's healthy. He's going to be a special player. I really like all, 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 all the first five picks. I mean, he really didn't get to see Shade and Sharp. Unfortunately, he had the, the, the small labrum tear in his shoulder. So um, he, he's going to be out for the summer league. We're going to see it in the regular season. He made a nice he made a nice move, though, like in, in, in that game. I was like, okay, against the Pistons. Where, I mean, I think he's going to be a bucket. But, you know, it's going to be Dame and Simons definitely getting to work in that backcourt for, for, for now. But, yeah. I want to ask you guys. Sorry, go ahead. I thought you was done there. No, nah, I'm just saying I was a rapper. I'm just saying I'm a fan, man. I like, I like this class. I think it's going to be a really good class. Mm-hmm. What about someone past, we'll say, uh, number nine or number 10? Anyone below there that kind of stuck out to you? Because one person yes. stuck out to me. Go ahead. Yes. Um, Jaden Hardy for Jayden Dallas. Hardy. Yeah, he uh, okay. he dropped 28 points the other day. I think they played the Bulls, if I'm not mistaken. Played I believe Chicago, that was, yeah. yeah, they played the Bulls. And like I said, I mean, I am I mentioned this on several occasions on Twitter and even on my other um, podcast, uh, The Hoop Truth. It's like he should have never dropped that low. Um, people don't understand, you know, the versatility that he brings to the floor, you know, his, his confidence offensively. Like, I always say that, you know, playing in the G League, I get it. Like, you know, you're not playing for like like any of like the top tier schools in the country um, as far as college and uh, Division One. But the one thing about the G League and playing for the Ignite is that it gets you prepared for what the professional league is. Because, I mean, the G, the G League is technically professional, you know what I'm saying? So, with Jaden Hardy already already having that experience. And I mean, we even saw last year, like, you know, guys like Kaminga, guys like Jalen Green. So for Jaden or uh, for Jaden Hardy, you know, just to have that experience under him, I feel like he's gonna be able to adjust, you know, to the NBA and um on a on a on a, a pretty good level. So we saw we saw the other night, you know, on Friday, um or or on Friday at least, you know, twenty eight points. I think he shot like thirteen for twenty or something like something like that. I can't exactly remember, but he looked comfortable out there. You know, I, I know that it's summer league. I know that he's playing against like, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of other young guys, but mm-hmm. just give him some time to get to really figure himself out um, on this Dallas team. I can see him getting some really good rotational minutes uh, throughout, throughout the course of the season of, of the season. Yeah, that's a good, it's a nice opening for him. Definitely not a Jalen Brunson now is no longer with the team. So they're going to need a guard off that, off the bench, Hardaway, Dinwiddie, those guys, you know, they're, they're getting up there. I mean, they're not getting up there, but Hard- Hardaway's coming off an injury. So he has an opportunity, you know, to really develop in, in a really in a great system. We know Luke is the guy, so uh, you know, just being able to play off the ball—that's that's the that's the primary thing that he has to work on. Again, I mean, you got you guys probably stole one of my uh, my page later when you, when you guys were talking about Seth Love Lofton. He he could be, I think he could be really good. I think he'd be really good for this for this team. Uh, I think push come to shove, they could play some small ball five, put Jerry Jackson Jr. at the five, and he could kind of work in that paint, and then with the shooters that they have and Dylan Brooks. And, and and Desmond Bain and you know Jerry Jackson Jr. as well. He can shoot the ball. I think he, he has some solid post moves. And he, he's he's gonna I think he's gonna be a good player. If he gets the right opportunity, he's gonna be nice, man, because he, he has a great feel for the game, nice handle, and knocking down the shot. And he's a lefty too, so you, you 
You're gonna have there that. We go. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have the advantage already. Whoever whoever taught him ball was did, did a great job because he's he what he's what he does is a rarity in the NBA today with the post moves and being dominant in the paint and with, with the type of footwork that he has already at a young age. I think he's gonna be he's gonna be really good. So I think he went to a great team. But hold on to him. They got, he, he's only on a two way contract. They better hold on to him, man. What do y'all think about uh, Nikola uh, Jovich? Jovich. Jovich. Because yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. he he played well. He almost didn't. He almost have a triple double first night. I yeah, didn't I'm even watch Miami to be honest. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see the. I didn't see his first game. I saw the second one when he had like twenty five. Where he you know he definitely got more comfortable. He, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean Miami. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not down Pat rallying what they do over there in that in that system. They they always find some guys whether it's second round undrafted. As long as you could, as long as you buy into their system, uh, Michael, you know this after you know watching Heat games, you're, you're, you're going to be good. You're going to be good to go. And I think he's going to. It's going to take some time for him to develop. Uh, he, he could come in and really be a player for. Look, he could create his own shot, uh, play play some defense too. You know, that's obviously Spolstra's number main thing if you want to get some playing time. So, I think he's going to be good. And you know, as long as he develops, he's going to be on the right path. He went to the perfect team to do that. Yeah, absolutely. My 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 whole thing with Jovich is that uh, you know he's he's super talented offensively you know being able to score on um, on all three levels being able to uh, being able to rebound being able to pass be the orchestrator on the floor but the biggest concern for his game is really his defense because he can't he can't defend nothing honestly like he can't guard on the perimeter he can't he 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 can't defend the rim because he's too small so that's the, uh, and also I'll be honest like you know his his footwork on the defensive end, on the, on the defensive end is really not that great as well so. The whole thing, like the whole challenge for him moving forward, is how he can become more of an X factor on the defensive end. Because I mean, he he has this, or he has he has the length at least, and you know, eventually he will grow in size as well. So I feel like that's going to be a challenge for him. But besides that, I mean, he's super gifted offensively. You know, he can score, he can play make. So that's that's just going to be that's just going to have to be the challenge for him is on on the defensive end. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um... I'm watching the. Uh... I didn't know it was even on yet, but I'm watching the the game, the summer release game here, and uh, a guy who I want to see do good is McCollum, or I'm sorry, Mc, Mc, shoot. What team? Uh, which game? Golden State. Game? Golden State. He was played with a uh, oh McClung. 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 Yeah. There we go. Yes, because yeah, he's actually yeah. he's from uh, an hour away from where I live. He grew up in uh, Gate City, Virginia. And just watching his highlights, I mean, he was a uh, social media highlight with some of his dunks that we do. Yeah. Yes, he was. I think he he. <laughs> Wait, yeah, you say you say how far is that from where you are? Probably an hour or two from where I live. In Virginia. Hmm. I didn't. I didn't even know they're that close. I need. I need to go back to do geography. Oh they're my right, goodness! They're right there. Okay. <laughs> really? I mean, right we right touch. Serious? Yeah. Hey, are you serious right now? Like, I don't care what I say about basketball. If you don't know where, like. The states are. That's a little bit more of a problem, I think. Guys are lacking today, man. There's 50 states in the United States, though. Didn't you have a problem once before with our states? (laughs) Yes, I did before. I can't remember exactly what it was. Is something about Illinois maybe being cold because you didn't realize they were that far up? But, yes, I actually live in the southeast part of Kentucky (laughs) where Virginia and Tennessee meet. Like, that's where I'm at. And you did not even know that. That is – I wish Seth was on there for that. Maybe he'd have my back on this at least, but wow. Uh, it was your day to get roasted, Michael. It was your day. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. I enjoyed it, to be honest with you. I mean, if I can say someone that's that's high up that roasted me on this and say that and comment on my beard too. So I mean it's it's all good. All good. 
But uh, I really, I, I'm glad that he goes. Just thinking, even if he doesn't make it, because you know this is his second year, and, he, and uh, the Lakers let him go. Like you go from having LeBron James, Anthony Davis in your locker room again, an hour or so away from me, to being picked up by Golden State, where now you're probably going to go in there and practice with Steph Curry, uh, Thompson, and just every one of those. Like, what a great opportunity for this young man. Uh, the Skate City is probably, maybe, I'd say. 15,000 people live there. Like, it's that small of a little city. So, it's a great thing for him. Uh, he went to a good team where I think he can excel if given yeah. the opportunity. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to take us some time. I mean, they just got DiVincenzo as well in the free agency. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, as long as he just stays with it, stays with it, I definitely remember. He's a high, he was a high school sensation. Went to, Georgetown, went to Georgetown and went to Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Yeah. Sure, well, speaking, speaking of DiVincenzo, uh, did y'all see that um, there was like a recording on Twitter, like there were some guys in the spaces, like, and they went absolutely insane when the Warriors signed Kaminga. Or sorry, sorry, not Kaminga, DiVincenzo. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. I did see that. I see yeah, yeah. That was wild. wild. I don't know if it was like sarcasm or I'm not sure, but you know, he's. I a, he's think a, they were serious. I think they were serious. He's a solid player. He's a solid player. It's solid rotational rotational piece. Another guy mm-hmm. too, Scotty Pippen Jr. Uh, yep, he's, he's looked really good in, in yeah. these summer league games, passing the ball, driving to the basket, knocking down some shots. Uh, he's he's going. I think he can find his way in our inter rotation pretty soon as well. Like his game, play some defense. Really didn't really didn't get a lot of looks because he went to Vanderbilt. So, you know, it's not really a team that is going to get a lot of national love from a basketball point. So um, he, he he dropped and he, he went undrafted. So but I think, you know, he went to, he went to a great team, too. I mean, they, they, they're going to need a point guard here here soon, maybe in the next, next year or this year coming up. So um, I think he went to a great spot. And, um, yeah, I think, again, these, these guys that are playing right now, a lot, a lot of guys also – it's also auditions to go overseas, too, not just the NBA. That's yeah, true. Some Euro leagues, some Euro league scouts sitting here in these stands as well. So, look at the stands, boys. The fans are all standing. Tie ball game. It's eighty-five all. See, look at this atmosphere. And y'all saying that regular season? Man, this Bro, would happen. D- Michael, 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 Michael. So you tell you know him. You tell him. You tell him. You would prefer this. Yes, listen, listen. I'm so deep into this. I have to go there. Okay, leave me alone. I know I was wrong on that. Okay, uh, leave me alone. But I have to stay committed. Like, yeah, I want to see. I want to see uh, Apollo versus Giannis. You feel me? On a, on a, on, a, on league passes is way better than this, bro. Come Listen, on. I started to ask <laughs> Sandra this just because I was so far in on this. Be like, okay, so TBT winner against the NBA Finals winner. Who you got? And I was like, you know what? That, that's going that's, way too much. That's a different type of show, man. <laughs> but different- did you all hear that uh, Jimmer uh, Fredette is actually playing the TBT this year? Yep, I did see that. I didn't hear that. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Jimmer was a sniper in college. Yeah, man. He played, I think, last time he played in the TBT, I seen this, like I said, as I was coming up here with the, the rush to the show. Uh, he averaged 31 points a game, I think, in 2018, and he hadn't played since. Of course, he kind of made his comeback to the NBA, but he's playing again this year. Have you all got a favorite or a pick? Because you can actually do a bracket. Did you all know that on TBT, their website, you can actually make a bracket, and the number one brackets win a uh, $4,000. So I filled one out. Oh, Hang on. I, need, I need that bread. Hang on. Yeah, I'm going to fill one out definitely after this. Yeah, I, I, need, I need that bread. Yes. For real. It actually goes on down. Like first place is 4000 <laughs> second place 1000 and I think they go all the way to pay out the 100th. Really? From yep. 4000 to 1000 I want to say maybe 
less, but I, I I don't think so. I was hoping maybe two thousand, at least half. I mean, I'll take. I'll I mean, I'll take, I'll take either or. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Nick, you, you play much? You ever play much poker or anything like that? I don't gamble, dog. I don't. Okay. I mean, I don't either. But uh, back in college, when we played Texas Hold'em, like first place got everything. Second place basically got your buyback in or your buy-in. So I mean, second place are still first place losers. So they shouldn't get too much. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's kind of get. You want to get into the. You want to do the expansion or you want to get into this Ray versus Clay thing? Wherever you know, y'all want to go, man. Y'all, 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 y'all reading, y'all are leading the show. I'm on the fast break. I'm the trailer. Okay. Uh, honestly, we kind of touched with the expansion a little bit. Uh, yeah. If y'all want to go into any more detail, I'm for, I'm fine with it. Uh, no, yeah, Seth. Really, I mean, those those are the two teams for me. I mean, I mean, looking at the summer league in Vegas, you see all the people there now. I mean, obviously, it's different fans of you know different teams, but you 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 see what you know the the Raiders. They went to Vegas. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big draw. It could be a it could be a spot where the superstars might want to go play for in a, in a couple of years if they if they do decide to do that for sure because of the location, because of everything that's surrounding it. So that's a possibility. And yeah, Seattle should have never left Oklahoma City. I mean, absolutely. Uh, Clay Bennett. You know, he, he decided he wanted to, to to leave Seattle, but you know that's that's a city that deserved that deserved their team back, no no doubt about it. So that's true. Uh, those teams, those two teams, make them, those two cities make the most sense right now to, to make it thirty two teams in the A. Uh, I'm trying to think of other teams that could possibly use one. Um, San Diego did have the Clippers at one point. Maybe they could use the team again. Um, San Diego, yeah. I mean, they lost the Chargers. I think they would, you know, they would love having a. <laughs> Some, some, a pro, something, yeah. yeah. Um, my family's from this town, bro. Kansas City. Can, I mean, they got the Chiefs out there. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they could use the NBA team as well. I mean, they uh, have the the Royals in baseball. I mean, mm-hmm. they have a. I think they have a hockey team. So yeah, I mean, I can see them getting a basketball team. Besides that, um, isn't the uh, college, uh, college uh, Hall of Fame in? Kansas. That's so. a good question. I'm not sure. College, college basketball hall. I'm not sure. I, th- I, th- I want to say it, it at least developed from Kansas. I think that's where uh, the person who invented. I can't think. Naismith. James uh, Naismith. Yep. I think it's where he's from. At least there's something with Kansas that has to do it. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah. Those those small. T- you know, those uh, those small market cities. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna ride for their team. You know, you're never gonna have to worry about attendance or anything like that. I mean, you know, you put the effort there; they're gonna show up and show a lot of love. As much as I would love one in Kentucky, I do not think. Yep, Kansas City, Missouri is where the College Basketball Hall of Fame is located at. Okay. Man, look at that knowledge I got up here. Whew. <laughs> Using it, man. Yeah, the redeem stuff after that take, man. Hey, listen. Just call me Skip, okay? Come with call some hot Skip. Oh man, just don't call me Skip, please. Nah. Don't call me Skip. Nah, I wouldn't do that to you, brother. But not. Okay, <laughs> let's just get right into it. Let's yeah. have this talk. I don't even want to use the word debate because to me, it's not a debate. It's gonna be a debate. But to Nick, apparently, it it's is gonna a be debate. a debate. It's gonna be a debate. I'll I'm just going to talk way. straight to you, CJ, on this. I am so sorry. I want to apologize to you, CJ, because apparently Nick does not follow you on Instagram because 
all you had to do is look at your posts that you put on there, comparing the two, and it wouldn't even been a debate. <laughs> I it actually do follow CJ on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. the debate that what we're talking about, guys, is right now a lot of people, I'll say a lot of it's getting some, some I guess, views here is that Clay Thompson isn't as good as Ray Allen, or Ray Allen is the by far better player. I'm just making the statement Nick, I want to hear your side of this before we go to the legend of CJ dropping facts here about this. CJ dropping facts, Michael dropping facts. Well, first of all, let me just go ahead and get right to it. This is not a biased warrior fan take. It is. It's not. It is. It's not. It's not. It's not whatsoever. Here's what I'm going to say. Ray Allen is one of the greatest shooters to ever live. He's probably... I mean, you can kind of debate who's a better shooter. I, okay, so we obviously know that Steph is number one, and then, of course, Ray is number two on the all-time list, but I, I, I still think that it's debatable as far as who is a better shooter between Ray and Reggie Miller. You can go either way with that, but we're talking about as an overall player. Ray Allen was terrific, you know, especially in his early days. I know everybody keeps uh, tagging me and all the dunk highlights and everything. I get it. Absolutely. I get it. <laughs> I did it. Ray, 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 Ray. I, I'll be real. Ray could throw it down. And I think I think one year he did he did partic- uh, participate in a dunk contest, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. So Ray has talent. I'm gonna give it to Ray. I'm not I'm not gonna sit over here and discredit Ray. Especially, you know, for the impact that he made in um in Boston. <laughs> That's nice. That's super nice. But especially with the impact that he did make in um in Boston too, it's particularly particularly in that game six in, two, in 2008 when when this uh, Celtics won by 39 and he dropped by seven threes in that game was a huge impact, huge impact in that game. But let's let's get right into it, man. Like Clay Thompson is a different animal, dog. We 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 just got to get into it. And the consensus is, you know, Clay has never led a team. We get it, you know. Unfortunately, he probably will never get the opportunity to be a number one option. So that may. That may be the reason why people don't want to go with that. Um, with that reason, that's the. But let's be real. Like you know, I get it. You know, Ray is probably Ray may be a better. I guess you want to say like you know a better All player as far player. as oh god yeah. no a better player as far as like you know moving without the uh, moving without the ball. But let's be real. I mean, I know I know that Clay is not the best off the dribble score, but he's definitely a better off the dribble score than Ray Allen. If you want to say he's definitely a better defender than Ray Allen, I just feel like. Clay is just an overall better two-way player than Ray Allen. But I feel like because Ray came first, it's like, you know, the, it's, it's an automatic reason that's why people are picking Ray over Clay. But it, look, I love Ray Allen. I'm, I'm a big Ray Allen fan, honestly. But when it comes down to the two, when it comes down to the two, I just feel like Clay kind of gets a nod for me. So what you're saying it's not close or you're saying it's close? It's close, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give. I'm really not sure what he just said and all that. Pretty much just like they're all great, they're great, they're great. But I'm going with Clay Thompson because he plays <laughs> defense, even though he said he just plays or he's a better two ways. That's all I heard. Oh my god, what's your reasoning? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm all ears. I'm all ears. I'm just gonna keep it simple because I know CJ is gonna drop numbers. Okay, Ray Allen when he was in his prime, the number one option. Can you tell me who was on his team? Well, in Milwaukee, he had guys like Sam Cassell. He had guys like who else was on those teams? Those Milwaukee teams. Why? Why is it not coming to my head right now? Exactly. Big Dog Robinson. Was that? Oh yeah, Glenn Robinson. Yeah, Big Dog. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. So uh, yeah, not, not, nothing. Uh, I mean, they they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, he as a number one, he was. 
Okay, but like, but but let's be real though. I'm not even bringing. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I'm not even bringing facts. Just could you name anybody? Okay, hey, can you name who uh, plays with Clay Thompson? Okay, see, (laughs) that's that's where I knew that you guys were going to go to. So you, okay, so you guys are telling me. Okay, so let's 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 say for instance, like let's speak hypothetical. Let's say that Clay has never played with Steph. Like let's say that Warriors team has no Steph, and this is no KD. So you got a guy like Draymond Green. You still have guys like. I don't know, Jordan Poole or whoever. You're telling me that Clay can't be your number one option to lead you to the playoffs? I'm going to t- – oh, let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you a question in responding to your Oh, question. God, a question. A question with a question. Can you tell me of another player that has been a number one that done something with their team that is Clay-esque, that's not ball dominant, that comes off of screens for shots, who can create a little bit but can play good defense? Can you tell anyone that that sounds like that was a number one option? Who are you gonna say? Well, I mean, I, I'm I'm asking. I really don't know. Like, I can't, me, I can't, yeah. I can't think of nobody off the top of my head. But and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Clay Thompson. Obviously, I think he needs traded because pool. But I'm saying that's a totally different conversation. I'm saying give it to you. <laughs> I'm with you guys on that. But I'm just saying, Clay Thompson is a great ball player. Clay Thompson is lots out from shooting. He can. Does Clay Thompson have a game when he's dropped sixty? Or no, no. Does Ray Allen have a game when he drops sixty points on like three dribbles? Can't find it because not, Ray Allen in his prime was a ball dribbler, a driver, dunker, shooter, defender. He did it all. He was the number one. I just don't think Clay Thompson could do the be the number one on a team. And no disrespect, Kyrie Irving, same way, great ball player, but he's not the number one. No, you do that. Now, yeah, see, yeah. your turn. <laughs> so it's it's a good debate, you know. These are this 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 is the debate I've had for for a little while, honestly. I mean, this this is going around for a little bit. Clay versus Ray. Um, I'm gonna go with Ray just because one, I'm gonna pull up, I'm gonna pull up the, <laughs> I'm gonna pull up the numbers here in a little bit. Oh my God, we got numbers. Well, I mean, you, you got you got to put the numbers up for the. To, for context, bro, you feel me? Like mm-hmm. you can't say one's top ten and then not name ten players ahead of him. Remember, who we do that to, Matt? I don't think either or top ten or even top twenty. Honestly, no, I was top just saying if, if you drop anything like CJ, he'll all time. Have, he needs those numbers. No, 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 no. Those guys aren't. No, these guys aren't top twenty all time. But um, so first off, the league was different when Ray was in his prime. Wasn't the same type of system. Like, like he'd probably be like Curry in terms of his his how they would use him, you know, coming off screens. He's not the type of ball handler that, that Curry was, but he could play off the ball, things like that. And yeah, like 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 Michael said, he was a driver. He drove to the back. He had much more of a, a all around game when he first got to the A coming out of UConn than uh, than, than Clay defensively for sure. I mean, obviously Clay has that. Um, there's no doubt about it, but. I mean, it's it's a tough debate because again, we're never going to see Clay be a number one option. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's tough to and really. We did Ray. Yeah, we saw Ray. We saw Ray as a number number one, number three, number four in Miami. So, uh, you know, he's w- whatever role he was put in, he he succeeded in. Both guys have stepped up in the playoffs. I remember, the, I, I think you mentioned the, the fifty-one point game in, in the first round with, with Ray Allen against against the Bulls in 09. Oh yeah, it's the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and then Clay, obviously, Game Six Clay. I mean, you have the name for a reason. OKC, uh, the cat. I think the Cavs won one time as well. So it's 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 close. Their their style is very similar. They're around six five, six six, 
two of the greatest shooters of all time, no no doubt about it. But I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with Ray because I feel like if he played in this era, his numbers would be in. Oh my goodness! Oh, without question, without question, it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be. It wouldn't even really wouldn't even be a debate if he played exactly. In this era. So that's, but that's probably but that's probably why people. Hey y'all, I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna say it wouldn't be a debate. I mean, yeah, not, but but I don't what? think it, I, don't, I don't think it would because because again, you know, like I said, he, he was better off the dribble and. And and then and, and as great as Curry is, and they and they both need each other. I mean, Curry Curry is playing. I mean, Clay is playing with, with with one of the greatest players. We used to top ten all the time, right? We, we all this is all we're saying. With Steph, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Without so, question, yeah. That, that's a factor. It gets a lot more open looks because you got to trap Steph. You got to get the ball. Is out it his bad place. that I don't want to say that Steph is top ten of all time still? Uh listen, bro. It's it's. I mean, I think he is personally. So, but there's so many good players, like. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to try to name them, but you got to take Oscar Robertson out the top ten, dog. I'm sorry. No, Mr. Yes. Triple Double. Got to get him out of there. Get him no, out of there. You disrespect him so much. I I love him, but yo, Steph, four rings, a Finals MVP, like, two time MVP. Like, come on, man, unanimous MVP. Yeah, but I, that's I, a but that's getting, that's a debate for another day. From the, right, yeah, yeah, we're getting off topic. We're trying to be more focal on our points here. But I even think if we put, let's say, we add some different people into this category, so Ray Allen and Thompson in today's era, would Reggie Miller even put Thompson completely out of this? I mean, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like, of course, of course, of course, he'd be the number one option. So, I mean, it's just we love Thompson, but. There's better shooters than him now. Pure shooters. Look at those. Look at those shooting percentages right in front of you. Look at those shooting percentages. That's that's why and that's why I put him up for context, bro. Because again, look at the era, the era that we're in, um, and it's just a it's just a different time. And again, this guy's playing with Steph Curry, bro. And then see, I'll I'll even go on for this. They were playing with Rashard Lewis in Seattle and. Rashard was right. a pretty good shooter. I mean, he I, I get it, you know. Yeah, Rashard was not Steph. I get that. Rashard was great, boys. Yeah, he, he was, Ray he, Allen had Rashard Lewis. He should not be in this category now. Come on. Like, let's be honest. Even Clay Thompson, yes, he's coming around screens, but a lot of those 47% from the free throw or a field goal and 42 from the line, basically 43 might as well round it up. Some of those where he was just standing still doing nothing and got the ball passed to him to shoot. You're disrespectful, bro. You're, you're, no, you not. are very disrespectful. Say that again. You, you are disrespectful. You are disrespectful to Clay conditioning. No, 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 no. without not, the ball. Not, no, I'm not saying because he he non stops basically. But some of the plays, it's hey, pass here, pass here, pass here. They helped Clay Thompson's over here in the corner, just waiting for it because that's how well of a vessel they are. And he just shoots like Ray Allen, probably until he played for Miami or just we'll say with LeBron, wherever he played at did not just get to stand still. Like, I mean, he was creating, he was shooting, he was doing all that coming off screens. Thompson, I'm not going to say had it easier, but Steph took a lot of pressure off of Clay in this, right? I mean, I mean, I mean he definitely, like, okay, I, mean, I get it. Playing with Steph definitely does make the game easier for Clay because the defense is not always drawn on, um, on a guy like Clay Thompson because Steph is such a great lethal shooter. But, you know, you guys are bringing up number one option. And I get it. You know, Clay will never be a number one option ever in his career. But we can't act like, you know, Clay has not had, like, golden moments where he has yeah. taken uh, – or, or like, at least, where you know, where he has taken control as the number one option for a particular night. Like, for instance, in OKC Game 6 2016, Western Conference Finals, 41 points. That's where the Game 6 Clay was, was born at. 
Yeah, and it's the same thing, like, you know, even in the finals a few times. Honestly, people – like, a lot of people say that, you know, if Klay Thompson was healthy, the Warriors would have won in 2019 against the uh, Toronto Raptors. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how that's how important he is to the team, honestly. So oh, it's like, important. you know – We're but, not saying he's not important. But, I mean, I'm basically what I'm saying is that, you know, I get it. Like, you know, Klay has never been a number one option, but he has shown on multiple occasions that, you know, that he can lead the charge for a team, you know, especially, like, you know, in the highest stages. Like, in 2016 against OKC, we were down 3-1. And in that game six, you know, we we, we were practically going to get eliminated. But then, of course, Klay came down, forty, I think, 41 points, like 11 three-pointers. So, like, he has shown in pressure situations of what he's capable of doing. He's a great player, obviously, with nitpicking. Um, but – like I said, I'm, I'm gonna still go with Ray just because again, it's just there was just it was they were just different players, um, and it's unfortunate, you know, we're never we're never gonna see why why would Clay ever leave Golden State? I mean, that's that doesn't make any sense. So we're never gonna see sense. Yeah, so we're never gonna see Clay be a number one option. But again, yeah, I mean, I think Ray Ray is underrated. He's underrated. I mean, being being a number one guy in Milwaukee and Seattle, obviously they didn't, you know, they didn't go as far as. You, you would expect, but again, they didn't have great teams. And then it wasn't until he went to a really good team in in Boston, and then they went to the finals. And he was definitely a key a key role in that. And then when he went to Miami, they won the chip. He made one of the biggest shots in NBA history. Like, right. But that's my thing though too, as well, though, because it's like you know, I get it. Like you know, everybody's saying like you know he's playing or like you know Clay's playing with guys like Steph Curry and KD, and I get it. Like you know, those are two two of the greatest or two like two of the greatest scores to like you know to at least to at least ever play right now mm-hmm. and i and i get all that but you know we, like we got to stop like you know discrediting help like you know it's like it's like as i like mentioned like you know ray allen goes to boston you know the game becomes easier for him as well because he's playing alongside a great score like paul pierce no doubt no thank kg no doubt yeah of mm-hmm. course of course i mean you need you need you need help to win i mean for anybody that when when they when people start bringing up who he played with or, or the or the factors of like uh, ca- comparing when they compare greats and they don't talk. You need you need help to win a championship. Hmm. I mean, all these all these guys have played with. I obviously Steph because Clay is not Lamar. What's going on? What's going on, brother? Um, Steph by by the listing didn't play with a top seventy five player of all time because Clay didn't get in there. But we we know you know how great. Clay and Draymond are, and how you know important they are to that that Golden State dynasty. So mm-hmm. you, you need you need help, you need help to, to to win in this league. It's a it's a good discussion, but it's know, not going go, anywhere. We, I don't think we gotta yeah, go real. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna yeah, still go with Ray, bro. It's just again, you know, like I said, if he played if he played in this era and he was in with the type of spacing that that's in the league today, I mean. Bro, it, it it'd be insane the type of numbers he'd be putting up. I think I think Clay would still be like an all star, like you know, around like late nineties, yeah, early two thousands. No, I'm not like, saying I'm not saying I'm not saying nah, Clay. Yeah, Clay would definitely he would succeed. He would have to he would have to change his game. He'd have to he'd have to play more off the dribble. He could still be able to use his size over. He'd be like guy. a Stoyakovich for the Kings. Nah, nah, nah. nah, nah, nah. nah. See, I can't. I can't. Now that's, <laughs> now that's just now that's real disrespectful. I can't, I can't I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't go there with you. Nah. And look, I'm not. I'm not trying to knock Page or nothing like that. But oh, I'm not saying as far as compatible. I'm just saying, like you know, I mean, 
Paige was a shooter, you know. I mean, that's what Clay is. Now, Clay is so much more than Paige. I, or I'm not saying that. I'm just right. – you're saying he had to change his style. I mean, they had shooters back then. They had snipers. But, you know, I think Clay could have been totally fine doing that. But I think he would have obviously been better. I'm just saying that yeah. the 90s still had shooters. I mean, you had – I mean, even Ray Allen. You even had uh, – who was the snipers back then? I um, mean, you had Del Curry. Uh, Del Curry. Uh, uh, of Mike, Mike Bibby. Reggie Miller. Reggie uh, Miller, yeah. Maybe for sure. It's a, it was a whole bunch of Steve Kerr. It was, a, it was a lot of guys. It was a lot of guys. It's just, again, the game was different. People didn't really rely on a three like like we do today. So, and like I said, Ray, Ray would have shattered that three-point record. I mean, Curry would have probably caught him eventually, but he would have shattered that record, bro, if he had played in, in, in today's game. It, 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 it would have took, took a minute. It would have took a minute, bro, because, yeah, like the, the, the scheme, the scheme was just different. The scheme was just different, man. It's just a different time, so yeah. The ball went down low in the eighties and nineties. Like the three point wasn't really a thing. Like if you're open, you shot it. But other than that, it went down low and made its way back out. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So no, it's a it's a it's a good it's a good discussion. But I'm 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 gonna still go with Ray. Um, it's just again, it's just first option versus second option. But both two of the greatest shooters of all time. Oh man. Stepped and, I mean, you're, you're a homer, bro. So I understand. Like you should, you should ride with your guy. But and just, in some cases, it was the third option. You talk about Ray, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm no, saying. no, no. Clay. Both of them, honestly. Both of them, honestly. Because I mean, even in Boston, you could say that um, that Ray was kind of the third option. Clay, you think you think you think Clay? You think when you think when opposing teams when they when they game plan with the Warriors, you think they were? They I'm saying when they had KD that year. Like I mean, he oh was, right, okay, right, yes, right. no doubt, no doubt. No doubt, for sure, obviously. <laughs> right. So, no, I wouldn't be disrespectful saying they were playing it more for pool than they were oh, Clay, as they should, but, you know. Yeah, you've been, you've been on that pool train, man. <laughs> yeah, you really, you really have. You've been talking about trading Clay and everything. I'm like, geez. Now, yeah, that's real disrespectful. They'll never trade him. But nah. you have to admit that pool looked pretty good this year. He sh- he should have won Most Improved Player, him him or uh, Dejounte Murray. No, it should have been Pools hands down. I think I, I can't even believe one that Jaw was in it, and two that he won it. Yeah, I, I don't I don't understand why Jaw was was in that. Oh, look at Sharif O'Neal. Let's go, Sharif. Yeah, they've been talking crazy about him recently, man. And it's, yeah. it sucks. But like, I mean, a lot, a lot a lot of people have to understand. Like you know, I think like just like two three years ago, he had like open heart surgery. So yeah. He still could be oh, recovering from that, honestly. But look at that dunk by O'Neal. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, man. I mean, I don't, I don't really think like the ceiling's really high on, on Sharif anyway. Like, if anything, you know, he'll probably get some G League time. But you know, that's, I mean, that's just, that's just kind of how it is, man. You know, especially when you know when you're when you're the son of um, of NBA legend, honestly. Yo, all I gotta do is just keep working on his game. Get get the outside shot going. Try to do try to do other things to make an impact on the team because he's not going to be a guy, and he's going to mm-hmm. find he's going to find his way on a rotation. That's it. NBA Twitter, NBA Twitter is a bunch of lonely people on that on that on that app, bro. You know they they go on Twitter because you know they don't they don't have a lot of things going on in their lives and you know, they feel mm-hmm. like let me, let me let me tweet this out for some likes and then you know that that you know that that dopamine you know gets gets off when they get the when they get the likes that dopamine kicks in and they, they love that. So it's just it's just a bunch of lonely people that have a lot of insecurities. So that's why they be going crazy and trying to go at him. It, does, it makes no sense, and it makes no sense to go at him. He's never said anything crazy or mm-hmm. said anything. He's actually wild. been very quiet. Yeah, like he's mad. Yeah, he's mad chill. Like he's not even yeah. someone that you know. That's like 
you know, super crazy on social media or wilds out. Like it's it's, it's ridiculous, bro. Like again, like I said, it's just this is jealousy and insecure people just trying to attack somebody. It's it's really sad, but you know, kind of like Supreme really- was attacking me. You know, I was just here <laughs> on this level, but you know, <laughs> it's just the times we live in, man. That's I'm right. Afraid. And well, I'm not afraid to say anything, but in today's time, as a big man, which I do think, as far as size borderline big man, but I mean, he's still growing, you know, if you're athletic, that's really all you have to be as a big protect the realm, be able to jump out of a gym and you can make it on some team because, you know, everything's coming for pick and roll and just sky at the realm, either getting a rebound or just an alley-oop, you know? So, I mean, if, if you're a skilled, I'll say it that way, an athletic big man, that's mobile and fast, you can make it in the NBA now. Do we really think that McGee would be in the NBA this long? Yeah, I, th- I, th- I felt. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. you, you gotta, I mean, you you got to think about it. It's it's always going to be rim runners in the A, bro. Because you like you said, you yeah, need yeah. Because yeah. the way the pick and roll is set up and the spacing, you know, that's right. perfect for those guys. I mean, they're gonna have a whole lot of space to roll to the basket, and and if and you know if they don't step up, then you know it's a lob. So, mm-hmm. um, it, yeah, I, I felt that like McGee. I mean, they said McGee's gonna have a a starting starting role. On uh, on the map, so shout out to him. I guess man. after the the rat tail and the shacking a fool every other day, I was like, okay, this guy's not gonna last long. But it's evolved where a big man, as long as they can sky to the realm and set picks and protect the realm, I mean, they're gonna have a career, a long career too. Yeah, him going to Golden State really, really changed his career, man. You know, I feel like him going to a team like that, understanding team aspects, he really showed his IQ. Running, running with Golden State, and then he went to the Lakers too. He had a big impact for them. I mean, he was big time. Absolutely. Pre pre pandemic and all that, he was going off. Him him and uh, Dwight playing the five, you know, pretty much behind AD right there. He was he was solid, man. He was solid. He's still getting them checks, man. Salute, salute. Oh, absolutely. It was great, honestly, man. Like, it was it, it was it was super great for him because you know everybody had the, like this image of him of being like you know this. Just... Wow. What happened? I think it was Bass with that reverse that he just did. Oh, did y'all not that. see that? Oh, I missed it. Uh, uh, I missed it. They're showing the, the, the dunk, the Sharif dunk. The yeah, Sharif dunk, yeah. Oh, okay. That was a nice dunk. I'll give it to him. Oh, yeah. I mean, let's say if you're an athletic guy, right, uh, for me, and you got athletic, I'm just and, – and, and this guy doesn't even have a lot of a lot of you know, crazy athleticism. I'm just watching Draymond, bro. I'm hitting up Draymond like, yo, what's up, bro? Let's, let's get in the film. Let's learn the game because he really found the niche for himself where – he doesn't. All you need I, is that IQ. I don't know if you. I don't know if you've seen this clip on on Twitter, uh, nigga. The, the one minute forty six seconds of Draymond via the score. Have you seen that yet? I think I've seen it. Yeah. Summer league. Yeah. Him going off in the summer league and scoring, looking like a bucket. And now it's like everybody's like, where where is this type of Draymond? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, that's that's who I would. That's who I would try to model my game, man. If you got the connections, I'm I'm like, yo, what's good? Te- you know, teach me your ways. Give me the IQ because, of course, he's obviously on a team where it, it makes it easier for him to to, to play that way. But you you could still be on the team, make an impact. Look at Gary Payton a second. I mean, this guy was all mm-hmm. over the place. You know, he was he was on G, all different types of G League teams. Mm-hmm. On the Bucks, on the wasn't even drafted, right? Undrafted, yeah, out of Oregon State. Um, was on the Bucks. He was on the Warriors a couple times. Mm-hmm. I remember like the last time I like read an article on him. I think he was playing for the Raptors nine hundred five in the G League. So that just shows like you know how much he came about. He came the last he came like, year two years, and now he just got a bag with Portland. So you know he. You know, you just just gotta stay at it, man. Just stay at it, and he and he's another guy, not a great shooter, but he does everything else extremely well. 
He could play. He could guard centers for a little bit. He could. He could. He's really good on switches and things like that. So that's that's what I would do, man. Just try to find. I like how you throw in the word "little bit." Uh, I, yeah, I let me out. That yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you obviously can't. You know, not the whole uh, possession every time. But uh, but even even honestly, today, point guard they don't even look for the big in the post anymore. And that's what I was talking about with Lofton. It's like even even on the switch, you know, the way teams like to switch. Mm-hmm. You would think the point guard to give it to the mismatch. They just keep dribbling the ball. You know, come back, set another screen for me again. Yeah. Shot like it's it's not even. And I, I again, I see why some of these old heads feel the way they feel when they when they talk about the game. Because if you got a switch and the, you're switching like that, you got a big man on you, and on a guard, yeah, yeah, dump that in the paint. That's light work. Yeah. That's that's yeah, that's what, and that's what the Timberwolves need to do. That's what the Timberwolves need to do. Yeah. Actually, they get switches. Go bear, bro. What's up? Call for the ball. Dunk on that boy. If you're not, man, you're coming off the court. Straight up. Oh, Jello, Jello's playing. Okay. Yes, I, I was just about to give him a shout out. Shout out to LiAngelo Ball, right. man. Getting that summer league action. Last year he actually played really good. I thought like a lot of people thought a lot of people thought that he was gonna get like an NBA contract, but uh, unfortunately, you know, it never happened. I just honestly, I'll be real, like I'm not really banking on Jello really getting a contract from the NBA at this point. Honestly, I mean he could probably get some overseas action, but and I mean he's a He's a pretty decent player, in my opinion. I think he's a really good player, but sometimes people just don't get that opportunity. Yeah, if I'm him, yeah, I'll just go overseas, you know, get more tape out. Because, remember, he didn't get a lot. He, didn't have, he doesn't have a lot of tape. Yeah, he, he doesn't. Got, he got hurt, and then the UC, you know, the UCLA thing, how that transpired. Yeah. <laughs> and then he ended, he ended up getting hurt. So he doesn't really have a bunch of tape on him. So, obviously, he, he got an opportunity because, of uh, course, you know, LaMelo's a guy. Yeah. Yeah, a guy there on, in Charlotte, but – when he when he was on the court last year in the summer league, he was he was knocking down some big shots. I thought oh, he, yeah, he was. Even and for for the for the Charlotte Storm, he wasn't really getting a lot of a lot of playing time. I would look up a little mm-hmm. bit. Just he was just chilling. Like, so right. I, I don't know. Hopefully he balls out in this in this. Uh, Jealous should have ever touched those damn sunglasses. Yeah, that just <laughs> poor judgment. Poor judgment, man. It's all it's all good though. <laughs> he got. I mean, he got a roll. Oh, Joe for three. Ah, uh, he missed that. But the thing about it is that like, he doesn't really have a lot to his game either. Instead of just you know being a spot of three point. I mean, he does have tremendous size, honestly. You know, for uh for a three man. But I mean, like he doesn't really he doesn't really have a lot to his bag. Uh, I mean, yo, how much Duncan Robinson got? Fifteen annual. I mean, yeah, that's true. But you got you got to make shots too. You got to make shots. That's why he's about to get traded. He's still gonna get the bag though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's getting paid. Yeah, yeah the, the money, the money stays just different yeah. team. Don't matter <laughs> who signs the checks or where it comes from, boys. I'll wear any color uniform you want me to, as long right. as that dough comes in. Him, him and Bertans, Bertans got that bag with the Wizards, and he, you know, he was stinking it up, and then got traded to the to the Mavericks. What that cracks me up is a uh, white side. Like he was broke, and then got that contract with the Heat, and then just. Fell off the earth when Bam. He came absolutely off. stunk in Utah. I could not yeah. stand him in Utah. Who? Even in Sacramento, uh, Whiteside, Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. yeah, Miami. I thought he was going to be the one. He was the way he yeah. was playing Miami. He came in like right after the LeBron era, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Like right after LeBron had left. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I was. Yeah. He was. It was him and Wade for a little bit. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, we might we might have some now. And then he got, the, like, he got that. He got that eighty-eight mil, and it was over. <laughs> 
Yeah, because it was almost like a big storyline. Like he was staying in somebody's uh, uh, a relative's house, sleeping on the couch because he couldn't afford anything, and then he finally got a, sh- a shot with. That's, that's not like the Jeremy Lin story. Yeah, and then uh, made bank, and then said, "You know what? I'm done now because I'm getting paid no matter what." <sighs> yeah, he's. Yeah, that was that was a guy that I I thought that was going to be good. But what what what's about what are some other guys you thought for like the last couple of years, ten years? I thought was going to be good. It just didn't work out. Uh, I'm gonna say it's Ty, Tyreek. Tyreek Evans. Tyreek Evans. Oh Tyreke yeah, Evans. He, he was definitely one of those ones. And Man, I he, um, I thought he was gonna be cold, bro. I feel that like was, he was still good, but it always just seemed like he got hurt or got traded. The, the problem, the reason why I feel like he didn't it didn't work because Keith Smart put him at small forward, and he should have kept him at point guard. Hmm. Keith Smart. Keith Smart. Agree. You know, every time I don't listen, bro. If he ever why I don't care, bro. It is what it is. Like, what about uh Michael Carter Williams? Yeah, I mean, yeah. After, after the rookie season, I was like, yeah. okay, okay, and then I don't know, man. Because he he had a good show in in, in his uh, rookie year at Philly, and then it just kind of fell off from there. Even a guy like Dennis Smith Jr. Honestly, like I just I I, I absolutely hate that he got traded to New York because once he went to New York, like that's when everything went downhill for him. Um. Yeah. 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 Yes. Brandon Jennings. Brandon. Ooh. Oh my God, Brandon Jennings. Ooh, remember when he he cooked he, he had cooked curry dropped fifty five that fifty five that rookie year yeah he was he was a problem bro I thought he was gonna be good bro he was a sniper you talk about a guy oh my god been, there's, been, hey there's Aaron there's Aaron on TV oh yo try to get that yo wait uh, really yeah you want me to try to get it on uh man I, I couldn't get I even I didn't get to see it ah he was helping a boy shoot on a uh, a little like the a mini, uh, the mini game joint the yeah, mini, mini game. Yeah. The little ramp comes down. Where's my remote? I need to. I need to rewind. Yo, rewind it. Yeah, rewind it and, and film that, bro. It's, 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 oh, it's cool, like, God, I can't bro. rewind. But yeah, like Jennings, he would have been perfect in today's NBA. Perfect, perfect. Oh yeah, Brandon Jennings would average at least around like twenty something. All right, Easy. here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Hang on. All right. I'm not there yet. I'm looking at these two guys at the trophy. Oh, that is there. Oh my God, that's Aaron. Oh snap. <laughs> oh snap, that's Aaron. Hang on. I'm definitely getting this on uh, a picture. Yeah. Kudos yeah. to them. Uh, shout out to Aaron Washington, guys. If y'all Aaron Washington, that's my guy. Follow his stuff. Uh, what's that that they've got? Uh, no trade clause. No trade clause. That's it. Check out. All the stuff they provide, they do a great work. I seen them interviewing someone with uh, Miami Heat. Can't remember who it was, but uh, they had them up on a, a booth talking with them. Shout out to Aaron. Can't wait to get you back on the show. We, I actually reached out to him before I reached out to Seth Greenberg to come on. He said, "I'm not really for sure what I'll be doing down there in, in Vegas, so uh, I can't commit to it, but hopefully soon." Yo, send the video, bro. So the time. Oh, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna redo it. I I ended up taking a picture here. Here. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get a video. Yeah, because he told me to get it on video, but I was watching it on my phone, so I couldn't, uh, I couldn't play it back. Ooh, that's a nice move. Yeah, how far am I going? All right, here we go. Ooh, that's All a right. shot. Who's number thirty-eight for the Lakers? I honestly don't know a lot of these guys' names. So yeah, I'm gonna just be real. Scott, I know, I know, Christie, the guy that drafted in the second round. Well, he's got an ugly looking shot. 
My boy Aaron, boy. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Aaron Washington. Yes, sir. We're just going to go ahead and say this again, guys. I know we've said it in our chat, but everyone out there, this time next year, you're going to see all three of us heading out to Vegas so we can be a part of this too. We're going to take yeah. count the bucket on the road to Vegas. That would be great, doing some vlogs, getting some, getting some more content on, on YouTube for you guys. So. Yeah, as long as we keep working and keep supporting us, we definitely yes. twenty twenty three. Got this, man. We got this, man. Big big plans are coming for Count the Bucket, man. Make sure to check it out. We got. Well, I don't. I don't know if I should announce yet. I'll let Michael announce it if he wants to. What's that? Go ahead. I, no, you. This is your show. Dude. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. We have a website coming soon. We have a blog oh, okay. coming soon. I didn't. I didn't want to announce it yet because I didn't know. I didn't know if we wanted to wait on that or. Uh, that's fine with me, guys. I don't care. Alrighty. Like I said, it's it's. I'm one third of this show, guys. But uh, I guess with all, you, especially you three that are watching right now, please go to YouTube, subscribe to it, put the notification notice on as well. That way, you can help us get big like we want to be, uh, get where we want to, to, to be at in goals and lives. Because uh, like I said, we're going to take it to the moon. Uh, hopefully next year we can get it to where we are in oh, Vegas boy, and doing more content. Are you here on video? Yeah. So, <laughs> of course, Twitter as well. We got a Facebook page. Hopefully Soon we'll have us an Instagram. I'm a little iffy on that, but we need to get that done as well. What don't we have? IG. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do we need to do a a, a Twitch? Nah, not really. That's that's more that's more of a gaming type. Well, see, that's I mean, what I thought. There are, some, there, are some people that, there are some people that watch you know sports and things like that on on Twitch, but we probably get a probably get a better audience on you know what what we on right now YouTube okay yeah but guys we're an hour and 25 minutes uh I think we kind of got off of what we wanted to stay with on now we're just kind of watching the game I'm fine with staying on here watching it some with you all if y'all want to let's get a food let's let's get a food conversation up in here man like just okay. to close out the show some something 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 food yo what's your what's your favorite side when you go into a barbecue do what? You going to a barbecue? What's your favorite side? Um, it does. Big Mac, Big Mac and cheese. Big Mac and cheese, definitely. Uh, baked beans. Nice piece uh, of corn. I'm not a baked bean guy. Really? Yeah. I'm not a cornbread guy either. I'll be real. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Listen, you guys need to come on up to Kentucky sometime. Let my wife cook for us because she makes great cornbread. She's well, your wife is the CEO of the show, so you know I'm. That, down that's that. true. That's true. She's a really good cook. You name it, she loves it to cook. Uh, green beans, top of the line. I used to hate my mother's green beans. I used to hate green beans. Then my wife made me eat green beans that she had fixed one time. I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is what they're supposed to taste like. They're heavenly. <laughs> they're heavenly. <laughs> yes, so she's a great cook. I mean, look at me. She's a good cook. What can I say? Chicken. Or, uh, what is your all-time favorite food? How about that? Because mine's chicken parmesan. Woo! Love chicken palm. I like uh, chicken, chicken, or, or chicken or shrimp pasta. Either or. I Chick- see. I've never had shrimp pasta. Chicken, chicken deviled eggs. eggs. Boy, you gonna be deviled eggs. You gonna be farting like a mug, bro. <laughs> oh, crazy! <laughs> we all were thinking it, but Nick's only one said yeah. it. He's the only one that said it. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna ask you all this. Maybe this would be a little bit. Okay, in a deviled egg, if you will, or a boiled egg, 
What's your favorite part? Do you like the white or do you like the yellow? Because to me, I like, yellow is- I like both. I like yeah. both. I don't discriminate. Okay. Cool. The yellow is the texture. Uh, it like leaves a film on your, well, I won't say a film, but a coating over the roof of your mouth. It's just nasty. Yeah, I mean, I saw it saw go with me. You feel me? Um, okay. I would say mac and cheese, of course. Of course. Come on. Now, not this week, but next week, I will be going down to Gatlinburg in Tennessee. Uh, there's a, it's called Bennett's. It's a big barbecue place. I'll probably have to go and check it out. But uh, you got me kind of want some barbecue. I've never ate ribs before. Really? Come on. Come on you know, you're going to never, life. Come on, man. Come on, man. I've not been a big barbecue guy until recently. And it's not so much that I'm that big in barbecue. Wow. Yeah, man. So I guess when you go down to when you go to Tennessee, get some get some ribs. I may have to try it, but I, it just looks weird. Like, how do you eat a rib? There's bone in there. I mean, I guess I guess it's like a technique. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I can't really explain it. You hold, you hold, you hold each end. Yeah, you hold each end. You hold each end, and then you just do your thing, man. So I mean, it's like eating uh, corn oh, on the cob. I guess a, li- a little bit, yeah. yeah okay, because. It's kind of the reason why I'm, I'm having an epiphany here. Maybe that's why I don't like uh, Buffalo Wild Wings bone-in because, like, how do you eat it? It's the same as a rib. Like, I mean. Bro, our TikTok is killing us because you don't like bone-in wings, bro. Wait. They ain't coming at me at anything, are they? I was just playing. No, they're not. Okay, but it's, 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 it's funny, though. It it's funny, you though. Like, you don't like bone-in? I, I, how do you eat it? Like I tried it once. I've seen videos where you like twist it and supposed to pull it apart. It don't work. Like I've never had twisted to pull it apart. Honestly, just, really, just, just eat, just eat it, just eat around just, the bone. I mean, my luck. I'll bite the bone. Like I mean, you know, boneless, boneless, or just chick, just you know, chicken. Okay, hang on, hang on, CJ. <laughs> I like, I like, I like either or. Honestly, bone in or boneless, but boneless I don't know why people just consider it chicken nuggets though. Like oh, they're, ch- they're, ch- they're chicken nuggets, bro. Flavor no. chicken nuggets. No, <laughs> don't chicken, man, chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets dipped in sauce. Come on, man. Mm-mm. It's they're in the same. They're like they're in the same family. Bone bone in is some different so, class. So then a, a, a chicken patty is just a chicken nugget, an oversized chicken nugget. <laughs> CJ's like I'm, I agree. Not, I'm not Dang saying it. that. I'm not saying that. But <laughs> CJ, but CJ, but CJ, I do want to ask you: Do you like flats or drums? I like I like drums, man. All right, good. See, I can handle the drums because that's like a leg, right? A miniature leg, right? Right, right. <laughs> a okay. miniature leg. So I mean, so I can I can under I can comprehend how to eat that, but when it comes to like the wing part, like what do you do? That thing flops out there. It's just crazy. I'd rather just have a nugget in sauce and just eat it. Too yeah, much I mean, work, boys. I do you use it. a fork on your boneless wings? Do you like stab it with a fork and then eat it, or do you pick it up with your hand? No, I use a fork. Okay, I, so I, I'm, I'm only asking because some people do do that. Like some people do just like pick it up with their fingers and they just like just eat it. It's not a chicken nugget. That's why you use. Yeah, a fork. Bro, but you could you could literally eat it that way because it's, no, it's yeah, not a chicken. You use a fork. It's not a chicken nugget. Yeah. That's <laughs> my stat. Pull it up, somebody. Pull that stat up. If you use a fork, it is not a chicken nugget. If you use a fork, it's not a chicken nugget. All right, all right. Hey, I know, I I know some crazy people. Wing one on one. That's what I'm talking about. This guy saying now he's hungry. Absolutely. Last time we had this talk about Buffalo Wild Wings, me and Nick both ended up at a Buffalo Wild Wings the next day. Crazy. (sighs) 
I think it was like Memorial Day, wasn't it? I think it was. It might have been. It was actually. It was because yeah. I went up to uh, Lakes and watched uh, baseball up there. So, why do we always go back to the wings? Like that's that's her argument. I have no idea, honestly. But hang on, like you know, just last, last okay. So like last food question, like let's say for instance, like you know, we're at Thanksgiving. What is your go-to pie? And why is it either key lime or apple? Sweet potato pie, man. Come on. Oh God, no! <laughs> it's it's chocolate pie. Sweet potato pie, apple pie, apple pie is good too. I, 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 apple pie is good. It's it's all out there for me on Thanksgiving, bro. I mean, it's it's really <laughs> everything, every, be, everything's on the can table. Can we be honest <laughs> on this though? Thanksgiving <laughs> is only about to the about the desserts, like. Are we really there? I would say that. I like I like the mac and cheese. Okay, I, I like I like everything but the turkey. I like everything it, but the, the turkey. The turkey is so nasty. It's, it's so disgusting. Dry. It's disgusting. But I will eat the mac and cheese. I will eat the green beans. I will eat the dressing. The I will even eat. The, I will even eat the cranberry sauce. I like cranberry sauce. Now I haven't tried that either. It it's just looks good. nasty. It looks like nasty Jello. But I'm going to show y'all a trick here, okay? Because the way we eat. We kind of eat like a buffet style in, at our house. Like, you know, our family's really big. So it's like, hey, it's all on the table. <laughs> grab your plate, go around <laughs> it, and then go sit down, right? Why do you have to say that? Our family's really big. Like, No, I meant the number, not oh, okay. thanks, Nick. Okay. Wow, Nick. Why did you say my family's huge? <laughs> That's I what know. I thought you meant. That's what I thought you meant. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Obviously, Seth wouldn't want to listen to all this conversation, but I've got three kids. My sister has two kids. My middle brother has three kids. My oldest brother has five kids. So when we go to one house, there's a lot of people there, Nick. Not that we're obese, which we're borderline, but. So this is what you do if you're like me. So you you don't want to look too fat and put a two rolls on your plate, right? You don't want to look too fat. Yes. So what you do, say, here's my two rolls I'm grabbing. You put one on the plate, and then you grab the other one underneath the plate, and you hold it in your hand. So no one oh ever sees that second I'd be finessing on things. Yes, sir. I wouldn't even care, bro. I'm throwing as many rolls as I want. Uh, yeah. call well, me whatever, I mean, dog. it works great at church. So just, you know, uh, Baptist here. So, you know, there's there's food all the time for us. <laughs> you you got to take that second roll because the kid behind you that didn't go when the kids were supposed to go wanted that roll. Sorry, yeah. it's going. Oh away. my god, y'all, y'all, Sorry. y'all, y'all still in the rolls. <laughs> no, I'm just taking two. Oh my god, finesse. <laughs> the next time you all go for a roll, guarantee you think, hmm, they should have put that one. Crazy, yes, sir. Yeah, he said, put, a, put the extra roll under the plate. Ralph. Nobody sees it, nobody sees it. But Nick, how come chocolate uh cake wasn't on there? Chocolate pie wasn't one of your listing, like that's a must. I've never had chocolate pie ever. I've never had chocolate pie. I've never even heard of chocolate pie. Really? Chocolate I mean, it, pie? It's not like a crust on top, like you know, like your apple pie or anything. It's just it's basically a shell, and it's almost like chocolate pudding, basically chocolate pie. Really? It's delicious. Heard. I've heard of chocolate delicious. cake all day. Chocolate cake is definitely normal, but I've never heard of chocolate pie. Okay, well now you have. I don't know why key lime pie is not getting any love, man. Like that's one of the key best. Key lime pie is good. Key lime pie is really good, man. Okay, now y'all want, got me wanting desserts. Dairy Queen run. What are you getting for your dessert? What? Oh yeah, uh, uh, large vanilla milkshake by hand. Like, like okay, up. I'm with you on there. If we're going milkshakes, totally vanilla milkshake's the only way to go. 
Yeah, there's no Dairy Queen by me, so I can't. My wife just said I'm screaming. I got to calm down. Sorry, guys. We're talking about food. This is my time to shine. <laughs> my time to shine. Yeah. I'm crying. But uh, Oreo Blizzard, only way to go when you get a blizzard. Oreo Blizzard? I, I, I'm, I, mad at that. I'm not mad at that. What's your go-to ice cream? Uh, I like cookies and cream. Vanilla. I'm oh, sorry. I'm <laughs> basic. Just vanilla. Plain. I mean, that's okay. Vanilla, or I'll say uh, the mint flavor one. No, don't even. No. What? Nothing. Mint anything is nasty. Oh, come on, man. Wow. <laughs> wow. For you, that one. I mean, I don't even know how mint, what are those little like mint cookies that you, I don't even know how they are, like, still make those. Those are so nasty. <laughs> is, wow. Is, is, Nick, is Nick frozen? I thought you were frozen. No. I'm in shock, man. Really? I've, I've, I've never heard anybody like talk bad about like mint flavor. So. Nasty. Oh CJ. man. Yeah, yeah, mint, mint cho- yeah, mint chocolate. I was never. I mean, it's a. It's kind of no, like just a, come on. Just beat it up. Let's type go. Of taste, but that's never been my. That's never been my style. I don't want to eat something that I feel like I'm brushing my teeth with. Hmm. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not. not you <laughs> still on the rules, right? <laughs> no, I just, I just ran, I just randomly started thinking about that uh, Lamar comment about the Angelo ball stealing the uh, the shades. Oh yeah, that was. Should have never did that. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's messed up. But now the the rules, the rules thing is definitely wild too. The rules thing is definitely wild. <laughs> That's the only way to go. Oh. You always get to. Looks like one. But you always get to. By faith finesse. So how many packs do y'all buy then? What's that supposed to mean? You already called us fat once. Now well, no, I mean, like, if all of y'all are sneaking two, there's not many left then. Hey, nobody else knows that except for you two, okay? <laughs> nobody yeah. knows that. It's finesse, as you say. Because, I mean, so, I know I know they have them in, like, the little square. So it's, like, it's probably, like, what, 15 or 16? They come in a pack or something like that? I'm trying no, to think so. Like I thought it would come in like the one at least it, like come in a pan, you know, those little miniature ones too. Those are those are nice too. But uh as far as our church, we've got a lady that used to cook for a school. Like her recipe calls for 250 rolls. Sheesh. Jeez. I probably Fuck technically it. wouldn't have to steal that second one because there's so many, but you know, Papa ain't getting back up and go for seconds. That plate's like it's on the brim already. <laughs> Go ahead and get yeah. you two plates so it's got a little more, you know, backbone to it. Yeah, that's hilarious, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yes, bub. You can come on in here since you're already in here. My son just said, Daddy, can I come get on the show? Come on. Let, let me ask him something. I got to ask okay. him a question. Uh-oh. Nick's want to ask you a question. Can you put that in your ear? Don't get up here too much since you're supposed to be in bed and you're in your underwear. Are you? Can you hear me? <laughs> We are you the one? Are you the one at, at Thanksgiving dinners, <laughs> hiding the hiding hiding the Hawaiian rolls underneath your plate? Do you hide hide rolls underneath your plate? What? Do you hide rolls underneath yeah, your plate when you get them? Yeah. No, that's a good one. All right, that's good. That's good. And nobody knows about my secret, Nick. Your daddy so, has rolls, so it doesn't look like he's eating so much. It's pretty smart, ain't it? Mm. <laughs> What's your favorite food? Spaghetti. Spaghetti. 
I hate nice. spaghetti. You hate spaghetti? Oh, I don't I don't I don't hate spaghetti, but I had it so much when I was a kid. I can't stand eating it now. Like I don't hate it. It's it's still pretty good, but uh. that's pitiful. Can you believe somebody hates spaghetti? What's, what's your favorite ice cream? Chocolate. Chocolate. Chocolate, yes, sir. If daddy's <laughs> getting a milkshake, what kind is he getting? Let's rock. Hey, vanilla hey, baby. Hey, don't let me hang it, man. Come on. <laughs> vanilla. <laughs> and mint flavored. No, mint flavors. That sounds nasty, don't it? I hate it, flavored. I haven't tried it. Yeah, that sounds nasty. Do you want to eat something? That's I don't think I hate it. I've never tried it, though. Oh, okay. You never should try it. it. You should try it for yourself. I promise you. Uh-oh. You will like it. Oh. He dropped an earpiece. Now. Oh, yes. You, you should is, try it yourself. It is almost 11 o'clock. You should be asleep. Okay. <laughs> tell him. Are you not going to tell him good night? No. All right. Shut the door. <laughs> good night. The boy is just like me. It's not even funny. Love you, buddy. Shut the door. Shut the screen, bro. Absolutely. Like, I can remember my ADHD-ness when I was a kid. I did not want to go to sleep because I was afraid I'd miss something. The boy will fight it until the last second. Yeah, that was really I was like that too. Man. It's hilarious. Oh, All man. right, boys, real quick. Lakers 46, Chicago, or not Chicago, Charlotte, Charlotte. Uh, 43. Have you all been able to watch? Are you impressed with anyone? Yeah, Scotty, Scotty Pippen Jr. Looking Scotty P, good. yeah. I was about to say, just, yeah, him. Uh, hey, Scotty again. Oh, I missed <laughs> I yeah, wish she- that he did not go to Vanderbilt. I don't know why he went there. Uh, not Nothing bad about the school. I just think that they could have – I don't know if he was like a top ranked prospect or whatever. Honestly, I I have to go and like look back. I don't know if like if he had like any other offers or anything on the table. But still, like the trans transfer portal, like after his first year, because that was all they had, and we still couldn't stop him at Kentucky. Like we really thought that he was going to leave and possibly come to Kentucky, but he stayed with Vanderbilt, which is fine with Stackhouse, who has yeah, him looking nice now. That's probably why. That's probably why he stayed because Stackhouse, you know, has a, a more NBA type mm-hmm. feeling. You can kind of get it when he comes into the league. You get accustomed to how, how I was played. It was, I mean, he, I mean, he looks he looks pretty comfortable out there. I mean, mm-hmm. he hasn't really struggled. He's pretty. He played pretty well. If there was like a all you know all summer league team, he'd probably be on it right now. He's he's playing well. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. And then also, you know, um, for um, for Charlotte, Mark Williams is giving him some good minutes so far. Uh, JT Thor has been playing well as well. So. I so, see. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Book night got hurt. I really wanted to see him play. In, in the- I know. Yeah, that's the thing that sucks too. Because I mean, honestly, like when he got drafted last year, people expected him to be that right hand man in the backcourt right next to uh, Lamelo. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, it never happened. Yes, yeah, I mean, with Rozier there, it's going to be tough for him to get mm-hmm. get those. Yeah, guys. he's going to have to come off the bench and really show out. And then hopefully, by the time Rozier is out of there, he'll get that call. But um, I wanted to ask y'all too because I think like probably like a few minutes ago they showed a um, they showed a picture of uh, Miles Bridges up there. We obviously know the situation that happened with him over the uh, last recent weeks with the whole uh, situation with the uh, domestic violence. So honestly, it's looking like you know he probably will never play in the NBA again. But I wanted to get y'all's thoughts on it. 
Yeah, I think eventually, you know, as as more information comes out, and uh, you know, depending on you know the, the legal situation and things like that, he'll he'll, he'll probably get a, get another shot. But you know, he, he just has to look at himself and understand, you know, decisions that he made. It's just it's poor judgment, man. Again, poor decisions. This is the worst time. To, I mean, it's never the right time to do it, but it's like in terms of <laughs> what the possibility that right. could have made, you know, generational type bread this summer. Had a great year. Could have could have won MIP. He was in that MIP discussion the whole year. And, you know, just terrible, terrible decision. So, I mean, you got to you gotta look at himself. You got to look at the mirror and, and get things right with himself mm-hmm. before you think about anything basketball related. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. Um, honestly, I hate the incident, of course. Don't know the extreme of, you know, all information is still coming out. I uh, want to hear everything first. I just hate for the young man to be in a situation like that. Uh Hopefully this incident will help him grow as a person, uh, get the help that he needs on that as far as if it be uh, anger issues or anything like that. Just I do think he'll get another chance. Everyone seems to always get another chance on some of the things like that. It just probably won't be with Charlotte. Probably be another team will pick him up as in a second chance that way. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't really say too much in that on any way or the other. What about you, Nick? What do you think? Yeah, um, I mean, it, it was definitely a poor decision. Um, you know, I mean, as a person, you know, that's always like, you know, pro women and everything. I definitely, you know, I'm, I'm definitely um, against the whole situation to happen. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, and, and it's kind of like, you know, what CJ said, you know, particularly at this, I mean, I know that I know that there's never really a good time, but, you know, this is definitely the unfortunate time, especially as it happened, like right, right before free agency hit, you know, I feel expected to get a bag possibly either in Charlotte or elsewhere. So. It's going to be tough, man. I mean, you know, we'll just have to see, you know, where the, where the situation goes and, you know, and see what the future is for him. Yep. yep. Boys, we coming up on two hours. Let's sure. just go ahead and wrap it up. Let's wrap, sure. and wrap it up. Yeah, sure. but, uh, I want to thank Seth Greenberg for coming in and, and stopping by with us. Appreciate Michael for getting that connection going for us. for this Definitely. Definitely. I um, had a great time talking some hoops, talking some summer league, a little bit of college ball too. So, uh, Seth, man, appreciate basketball it. tournament as well. Yes, yeah, basketball tournament as well. Yes, no question. Uh, so, yeah, starts the sixteenth, everyone. Yeah, July sixteenth for how much? A million? They said one million, and that's uh, I'm not trying to get a conversation going back, but like some of the teams have like ten players, some's got nine players. Like the whole million goes to that team, divided up to everyone that they have on that. So. so. That's what's up, man. I'll definitely be tuned in. The games will be on ESPN, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think ESPN. Yep. I'll just go ahead and say this, guys. When we get to Air Million, I'll definitely divide that up three ways with you all because <laughs> nothing but love. Fam here, all right? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You already know it. Yes, but sir. yes, if but yes, if you didn't check it out, make sure to check out um early in the episode our um our conversation with Seth Greenberg. He definitely goes in on Michael for his ridiculous takes, but it's all good, man. It was it was it was, it was all it was all entertainment. I mean, it better be entertainment at my, like, hurtfulness, my feelings. But you know what? It's okay. I can take one for the team. Seth, the next time I'm going to put on some gloves and come back at you. Okay? So be ready. (laughs) Guys, until next time, y'all have a good one.